0: Can you be quiet, please? Thank you.
1: Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? At the Burlington... Uh, <laughs> I have
2: no idea what the just happened. East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere.
3: Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother.
0: The superstitious beers. Superstitious beers. How about those friggin'
4: pirates? its a me, and Garcia. Go Pirate Radio!
1: Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host... Clip Brock. All right,
5: welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming up on today's edition of the show, we got a lot for you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM and Greenville 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com, and watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. We'd love to have you there. Chiming in with your questions, comments, everything going on in the world of sports today pirate football a major topic from now until the end of the calendar year and i'd love to hear your thoughts on the 2023 pirates we'll have a lot of audio coming your way today from mike houston some of the pirate players as well we've also got some guests to get to including ken watlington he's back in town uh miss ken last week he'll be in talking sports with us in about 25 minutes or so coming up in hour two we'll have an ecu practice report for you also in hour number two mark brown from camdenchat.com we'll talk about the big distraction going on with the o's right now and that of course is kevin brown and his suspension uh from the tv booth we'll talk about that and the good stuff going on with the o's which is they're playing great man they blew one last night in the ninth astros uh, beating the o's on a grand slam in the ninth inning o's and astros go at it again tonight here on pirate radio we'll have that one for you and we'll talk to mark brown about it coming up in hour two hour three we will talk to nick brown from ecu golf he uh qualified for the uh, u.s amateur so a uh, big deal and a great golfer from right here in uh, our backyard and we'll talk about him qualifying for the uh, u.s amateur and his time here at east carolina and uh, we'll talk a little golf and maybe nick can give chandler a few tips for the next time he's out on the course chandler honeycuts here hey chandler hey
0: clipper how you doing Good. yeah i need all the pointers i can get maybe uh just a crash
5: course on a few things you could do to improve your game so we'll have a we'll have a a good interview but also tips for you golfers out there
0: sure i need i need to hear them all because <laughs> i've got a little bit of a, a little bit a, a negative side to every aspect of my golf game man
5: just you saying a little bit and it being football season
6: makes a little me miss bit. mark Lindsay. Uh,
0: yeah yeah can you talk about that a little, a little bit for sure in terms of a little bit man do we still have the Mark Lindsay cut?
5: We've got all the Mark Lindsay you can handle, but just being out there and talking to coach after practice, <sighs> what, and, uh, what you, you never know. How, and and Mike Houston said this the other day about Rajay, you never know. Like when something's taken away from you, you really realize how important it was. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like Mark Lindsay was that to us and the Pirate Nation. Yeah, he, he was the
2: victory this week a little bit, if anything.
0: <laughs> I mean, if anything,
2: just, if there's
0: anything, say it. If there's not, don't answer my question. If there's not, just let it go. But if anything,
5: you got it. Leads
2: to victory this week a little bit. If anything,
0: there's there's one man. I think he was talking to Blake Carroll, and the question went on for what seemed to be about a minute and a half. In terms of a little bit, for sure. Blake, where
2: do you feel like you've uh, you've learned the most about your defense so far? Where the, what have they gotten best? Uh, gotten better at uh, best, and besides what you just talked about, where they got to get better at? I mean, just great guy, entertaining.
5: Asked all the right questions. Somehow his questions would get great answers, and uh, we just we miss them, man. We need to have him on the show.
2: thing is getting serious, man. You got a seriously good season working, a seriously good day going today, and. <laughs> a seriously good streak on the line at the moment <laughs> what must it all feel like at the m- I, mean, I can see it on your face but uh, what must it all feel like just trying to keep things level as you head into the weekend here
5: great i mean it's even better than i remembered i just now I that just, was on zoom and mike houston started laughing while he was talking so then mark started laughing and it was just seriously serious
2: what you turkeys got cooked up for thanksgiving here what you, What you ter- seriously oh man i forgot about this seriously. i don't want to get kicked off of youtube
5: but uh that was the little bit remix not a lot baby girl just a little bit
0: I forgot we had all this good <laughs> Mark Lindsay material. I haven't heard that stuff in so long, so it just that that was good to the soul right there. Yeah. Oh,
2: man, I, I can see it on your face. He said seriously like 10 times. Seriously. Coach, this thing is getting serious, man. you got a seriously good season working, a seriously good day going today, and a seriously good streak on the line at the moment. (laughs) What must it all feel like at the I can can see it on your face, but uh, what must it all feel like just trying to keep things (laughs) level as you head into the weekend here? Mm
6: -hmm, Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. What do turkeys got cooked up for Thanksgiving here.
5: All right. Thank you, Mark, just for being you. Tyler says, what's up? (laughs) What's
0: up,
6: Tyler? Where's everybody at?
5: Where's, what, the locals?
0: Where's Jamie? Where's Where's Eric M? Where's Randolph? Uh,
5: Jamie offended me on Twitter last night. Uh Uh-oh. Asking me, uh, it might have been during the show yesterday, but we played that Moylan home run call. Yeah. And he said, I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but it reminds me of this. Dude sent me a link to Boom Goes the Dynamite Guy. I mean, Jamie, like how have I, anybody over the age of, 30 knows boom goes the dynamite guy and really everybody should know boom goes the dynamite guy you know boom goes the dynamite guy oh yeah joey do you know boom goes the dynamite oh man danny beal knows joey you don't know boom goes the dynamite guy they should teach that in schools. that's like one of the first like and i don't know about first but like back in the day youtube that was uh that was very popular uh steve says what's up guys checking in from the hospital hope you're doing all right steve prayers up steve jamie says i'm here jansen says sup kaz says i'm here hey guys you don't have to talk you can just listen that's fine we were just wondering uh if you guys were around can we start
7: taking attendance
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right um kaz
7: present (laughs) jamie 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 Bueller. jamie
5: Bueller. jamie jerry says don't worry about youtube We will simply chant Free Pirate Radio if you get kicked off of YouTube. That was a free Kevin Brown chant going on last night at Camden Yards. What is that playing in my ears? Oh, is that Danny playing Boom Goes the Dynamite? Okay, that's fine. I'll allow that. Eric says, what up? Chris says, we her? Mike P says, St. Paddy's Day hat there? I love this hat. And it's got a uh, cool little shamrock.
0: Above the word pirates on the back. Great hat. Jamie Jamie says, Chandler doesn't know that by his expression. I know, boom goes to dynamite. You're right, Jamie. I know.
5: What that it was is. very non committal. All right. Russ okay. is here. Russ Walker says, Guys, I'm here. Now we can guys, start the show.
0: Guys, listen. Don't worry. I'm here. Russ. <laughs> Help the bell. Help the bell.
5: Steve says, Has Mully been banned? No. Mully has a cuss on the air anytime. Uh,
0: free card <laughs>
5: yeah, so, uh, he'll be back next week that's
0: that's his only one for the year so he can't do it again
5: although i think Mully's upset with me <laughs> uh, last night i said man fun show appreciate it love you Mully." and he responded via text glad you enjoyed it
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: so that's
0: such a Mully response
5: <laughs> yeah glad you enjoyed it he hasn't been banned but he may not come back i don't know
0: well he might ban himself yeah and be happy with it
5: a self-ban um real quick i feel like we got sidetracked early on although playing those mark Lindsay clips was totally worth it that was so worth it hey uh i know you guys are busy in there but can one of y'all go see if ellerby's in his office uh i think coach larry wilford oh he's in a meeting all right when he's out of his meeting let me know we need to get him in here. Uh, skips in the house. Craig said, "I love and miss you guys. We'll try to step up my game. Been busy." Well, priorities. That's fine.
0: Craig, don't sweat it, dude.
5: Chad's homesick today, but here for the show. Chad, hope you feel better, man. All right. Um Mike P, I'm not going to read this. I'm not going to talk, but he said Chandler, you read it.
0: Sure, why not? I'll take one for the team. Steve, Molly is on a date with Cal. Mike P., that's not funny. That is unnecessary. And then we're not going to... That was that was
5: so yesterday. We're not going to that. That was so yesterday. That. Jamie says, Clip, I like Ron Rivera, but he can't throw his OC under the bus. Nah, that's a much ado about nothing. It's fine. Players need to just be coached. Yeah, or if he's being too much i, I don't know I, I, I don't know i'm not there I, it's nothing it's not a big deal i'm more worried about sam howell at quarterback and can this offense that was not good last year be good this year I more than wait. this
0: talking i can't wait for sam howell to throw an interception and they showed the sideline and eric vietnam he's just beating them down <laughs> and then sam howell's crying he's like bawling crying
5: jerry said when the prl turn into tmz
0: what you mean jerry
5: what you mean? Jack says I thought it was funny, Clipper. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, ECU practice day seven in the books. We're already seven in. Uh, we've got a. We'll have full uh, practice report for you coming later on in the show. I did. Let's address one question that I asked yesterday. I asked Mike Houston, who's getting a look at punt return and kick return. Let's go cut West Shirley and uh, and break this down.
8: Well, I think uh, punt return. Uh, Josh Murphy, Brock Spaulding, uh, Javius Bond, um, Jalen Johnson. Those are probably the top four. Uh, all four of them are doing really well. Um, kick return, uh, Javius and Brock are both both involved over there. Gerald Green, Marlon Gunn, um, Jari, for Rajay over there. So, you know, you've, you've got quite a few at both spots. Uh, I think, you know, right now we have multiple that we feel really good about. Uh, I don't think the competition is uh, anywhere near over yet, uh, but it's a good I feel like we got a lot of good options. I
5: asked to see how far it had been narrowed down and what name, and it has not <laughs> been narrowed down uh, a lot at all. That's There's a lot of a names. A lot of names. That's a lot of names. And uh, maybe ask that again in a couple weeks to see where the guys are as far as that goes.
0: That's a lot of names, but I like that group of names. Marlon Gunn back there. Javius Bond a guy that he's been talking about since the spring bond javius, javius bond. bond so i like those names It just it's a matter of who's going to be back there
5: uh jamie says no questions to coach houston about field goal kickers yet yeah there was one uh i don't remember what day it was and he gave the uh <clears throat> you know they're looking good answer uh, so, I guess Jerry Rice, the GOAT. The GOAT. And Andrew Conrad uh, were out there kicking the other day. I saw Conrad hit one while his team was, you know, getting on him, mm-hmm. trying to create a little pressure. Distraction. So, um, Jamie, if that's something you want answered, we can ask that.
0: You going to practice tomorrow? Um, I might go out there. For, yeah. Tomorrow's Thursday.
5: Yes. Just say, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll be there. Yes. All right. Can you ask Coach uh, just to get an update on
0: Rice and Conrad? Yes. See Jamie, we're we're working for you. How's Jerry Rice and Chris Carter? How's Jerry Rice and such and such? Is that supposed to be funny? Not really, Eric. I'm not going to read your
5: comment, but Chandler, can you read it?
0: Was that supposed to be funny? Sure. All right. Um,
5: yeah, I'll I'll do that. All right, read it. Molly just wanted to see exactly how long the Iron Man could last. It's not. I mean. That is despicable, and it's not something we're going to tolerate here on the show.
0: You're not going to tolerate it. No, that, you're not going to accept it. Are it's, you not going to? Are you going to accept? You're not
5: going to accept it, are you? So I'm going to say it's intolerable. I'm not going to say it's unacceptable, <laughs> but it is intolerable. Russ said I took some time off from the chat, but I'm ready to run through a brick wall for some football. And then he says, Where's Troy D? Yeah, Russ,
0: I guess you have taken chat. <laughs> Boy do some time we have some news chat. for you?
5: <laughs> Why'd you have to what did you need to just get away? Take a break. I wish I could get away from this show. Take a break. Uh Jamie says Troy D was lost at sea. Thoughts and prayers. T's and Ps. We'll have more ECU football audio for you coming up later on on this show. Let's get an update on the Buccaneer Music Hall Scoreboard presented by Dubug. Dubuck And man, the girls were uh
0: were hitting today it reminded me of how they were back in uh georgia uh, about a week or so ago in the south uh southeast region championship they swept through that thing just i mean run rule after run rule and then that's what happened today uh pitt county (laughs) who put up the uh update
5: on pirate radio shellacks the central region champs that's an interesting word shellacking
0: it was a (laughs) shellacking
5: it was a shellacking shellac right down the road uh the 16 to 1 final today so since we've last talked to you yesterday two wins for the winterville uh pitt county girls all-stars they play again on friday four o'clock on the deuce and uh they'll find out their opponent coming up uh, later on today uh joey can we get a puerto rican update from you the puerto rican G- dream joey is here
9: How's what port? recognizing you wanted in Spanish, right?
5: Yeah, please.
9: Okay, so los Puerto Ricos eh, jugaron el domingo contra Canadá. Sunday, I heard Sunday. Ajá, uh-huh. y estaban ganando 10 a 3, pero después el 6, eh, regresaron 11 a 9 y terminaron el juego 11 a 9. dice said sabado? Nueve? Wait, what? <coughs> Night? No, no, no. El juego terminó 11 a 9. 11 is 11. 11
5: 11 to 9. Hey, Eleven to nine. Yep. All wow! Right. Great. Yep. Good job. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Lunas Market. Miracles. Happy Miracles. Thank you. You. Yeah, you got it. All right. Uh I'm about done. When do they play again?
9: Uh, they play tomorrow at five. Mañana, you mean? Maña- mañana. Right. mañana, mañana, mañana.
5: Okay. I said that like I was Italian. Mañana. Mañana es cinco.
9: Who is Mid Atlantic though? I don't, I don't know what country that is. Or. That is uh,
5: the country you're in, sir.
9: No, no, because no, my bad. Welcome to America. a different country because, you know, (laughs) Latinos are in the different...
5: Mid-Atlantic would be your Maryland, your Pennsylvania, whatever.
9: So it's probably the P-18 then.
5: Or it could be um, Ohio.
7: No, Ohio was Central.
5: Okay. So, yeah, we'll go a little Eastern. All right. um, Let's see. The big
9: County girls, either tomorrow, they either play... Uh, North Carolina or Southwest.
5: Mm, so that'll be Texas or a tough challenge against North Carolina. Yeah, North, so it's going to be, and that that'll South be Friday, camp. by the way. Could be. Not mañana, but the mañana manana It'll NC, be Viennes.
0: NC on NC Crime, possibly.
5: Yeah. Could South be. Friday. Yeah, Friday at what time? Four. Four o'clock. All right. Quattro. Robert says, fair to say i like how you spelled fair <laughs> this team is more athletic than the 22 team just inexperienced tested um uh, let's see uh when you lose a keaton mitchell it's tough to say yeah where's my hat Coach? I love that hat good to see you coach uh larry williford in the house um so we lost holt nailers I, are we more athletic at quarterback yeah I would say. Yeah. From a skill nah. uh, set standpoint. Just athletic. Not, you know. Um, are we more athletic at running back losing Keaton Mitchell? Uh. Nah. And I don't know how good Javis Bond will be or an improved Marlon Gunn or a Gerald Green or a Pop or anybody, uh Rajah. But it's tough to say you are more athletic without Keaton Mitchell. Yeah. Are you more athletic at wide receiver without Winstead and CJ C. J. Johnson. I'll say this.
0: Um, you got something there with Jalen Neither Johnson. one of those guys are the fastest guys in the world. No, but you do have the speed and Josiah, Josiah Hatfield on the team this year. Which he was there last year. Right, but I mean, but he'll fill that void. But also, I believe Jalen Johnson, he doesn't have the best speed, but I feel like he can go out and make big catches and uh, runs after contact and stuff like that. So I think uh, when you look at the wide receiver room, I want to say you've leveled up I, I would say you kind of you're still there
5: are we more athletic at o-line with avery jones and shod Strother are out and the newcomers coming in probably I, not I,
0: I don't know if i have but an answer for that
5: when we get to the defensive side of the ball i do think we're going to be more athletic at linebacker and db houston loves his dbs so
0: the length at that position in that position group I mean, that's just, that's something he talked a lot in the spring, and he talked about, I believe, on Saturday. So, Robert, answer your question, according
5: to Coach Houston, defensive side of the ball, yes, uh, this team is expected to be faster, uh, more athletic, and hopefully better overall, especially on the back end. Pirates, uh... Did a pretty good job against the run last year, I'd say, in most cases. I
0: mean, you lose, uh, back-to-back years, you lose a guy like Jaquan McMillan. When you talk about a guy like Jaquan McMillan. And then you lose last year, Malik Fleming. Um, But I feel like we saw some glimpse of the future at that position with uh, Revel. Mm -hmm. Uh, You saw him and some other guys in the bowl game. And uh, just what, what Coach Houston has said about that position group has been very promising. So I can't wait to see those guys ball out. Brandon Manning, up, B-man. B-Man, said, clip talking
5: in a Spanish accent with that stash made my day. I'm glad I could make your day. Uh, glad it made your day. De nada. Gracias y de nada. Uh, my, my name in Spanish class was Mario. Mine was Esteban. Oh, I like that. Esteban. Esteban Loiza. So like, Joey, uh, do you have an American name in English class? Hey, I'm Joe.
6: <laughs> uh, That's that basically it, <laughs> <a> Joe. Uh,
0: <laughs> hey, I'm Bobby. I'm Chris. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Mine was Olga. Huh? Olga.
5: You don't look like a Olga. Is that even a Spanish no, name? No,
7: I hate no
0: that. I hate that name, Shirley.
5: Olga
7: was my name.
0: I hate that name. Sounds <laughs> Russian.
7: It does sound Russian, <laughs> but it was my name in Spanish. You don't. You don't look or like in a Spanish Olga. Spanish
5: Yeah, you don't look like a well, Olga. I
7: don't look like a lot of things.
5: <laughs> you look like a Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. Okay. Jessica. Danny, is her
8: name, Daniel.
5: Daniel. Daniel's Daniel son. Danny boy. Uh, Joey does do a good country accent, though. You hit me with it every me, now and then. Let me now.
9: hear it. No, nah, that's gotta be in the flow. Nah, right, yeah. yeah <laughs> don't,
5: don't do it. You're gonna offend me. <laughs> don't do it. You're gonna offend me. I would love for you to talk like Chandler for a day.
9: I, I was mimicking him last I, night How do you do
5: it? How do you do it? Let's
9: hear it <laughs> nah,
0: Come on, let's do it It's for the people
9: You don't care about the people? I do care about the people huh? All right. Chandler, say something for me real quick Hey Joey, how you doing? Hey Joey, how you doing?
0: <laughs> Great day today,
9: huh? Yeah, it's pretty good weather Not too bad <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: pretty good. We needed that rain the other night, didn't we? Yeah, man, it was it was hot out here. Yeah. Out uh,
9: her? Like Nelly. She's a favorable country. That's what it is.
0: Uh Eric says
5: the I don't know if that's a bad word. What's V A O? what's V A T O S? Vatos. Vatos. What is up, that up my
9: vatos? It's like what's up, my homies. That's more Mexican slang. He said, I can do a Mexican accent too.
5: He said the vatos call me gringo grande. No they don't. Oh. Okay. That is a lie. <laughs> Jamie says "Me llamo Me llamo Ramon" in Spanish class. Ramon. Skip says mine is uh, now. I don't know if this is a, what's P-E-L-O-N. P E L L. He says mine is El Pelon. I don't know what that is. Jansen asking, "Are we more athletic at long snapper?" Mm. Nobody You're, cares.
6: You what
9: You we looked over and we saw long snappers the other day. They
0: look athletic look he, like there is one thing about a long snapper they could be possibly the most yeah. flexible people on the football on the football team. Chandler did walk I, over and give I, the I'm guy some tips you.
9: too what's that you did walk over and give him some tips remember i talked to my boy alex harper oh, okay yeah, who's right. still on the
0: team and should be doing some field goal snaps and extra points so
5: uh R- skip says that means bald guy okay uh, let's see. Tyler says, I took French for when the revolution comes around. All right. <laughs> Jack said, love our linebackers from last year, but they were slow. I too loved, uh, Miles Berry. Chance and Bates. Xavier. Uh, but I believe we are going to be quicker there this year.
0: B.J. Davis or, uh, a transfer. Davis! Uh, B.J. Davis! Uh, from South My Carolina thought State. Davis. Um, ra rah Ra-Ra. Shish <laughs> we got Rah-Rah, BJ of course you got Jack Powers JP of course you got JP you got my boy Ty, uh Taylor Jackson who I think might be my pick to click this year defensively remember we have I, I had my guy uh Jara not uh, Wilson a few years ago and I stuck with him until he decided to transfer to UCF I think my guy now could be taylor jackson who showed some promise last year
5: uh robert matthews says and i just clicked off of it i think he said all i'm saying is number 16 i looked at the ecu roster to see if he was talking about a football player there is no number sixteen. there's not even
0: a 16 on the roster so
5: robert could you uh tell me what the hell you're talking about because i am lost and i'd like to know uh what you're talking about uh, B- uh blair says chandler for voice of the pirates blair oh blair have you got the call you
0: can put it on the resume how
5: I many have you got the call from ecu
0: oh no from Playfly. i have not <laughs>
9: if you
8: got the
0: call you take taking not.
8: Them,
0: right i'll take it <laughs> I, I would listen look how nonchalant you
5: are about I it, I, it I, w- I would listen you got a call listen. from uh shoe fly
0: <laughs>
5: don't bother me don't bother me josh says chandler are you still down hey guys can y'all just send this directly to him we're trying to do a show here like just text him or send <laughs> yeah, him you hey, will bring
0: on the questions I'll josh watch-
5: says chandler are you still down for a trip to see gavin williams pitch absolutely sure anything that can get him off of work at Pi radio he's down for
7: especially if it's a friday
5: yeah especially as you're probably waiting till football season to go see Gavin pitch right yeah when we really need you around here
0: september october
5: because you got a big trip planned for media day coming up next week
0: yeah so maybe
5: like home opener you might should go see Gavin pitch
0: oh yeah Yeah.
5: uh we're showing
0: the marshall game now he's uh watching Gavin pitch in in atlanta
5: robert says his number 16 reference was uh mexico menu like a mexican food menu he gets a six i still don't know <laughs>
0: hey. robert what in the hell are you talking about can you like just just and not,
9: he just says mexico menu
8: like what
0: can I mean, you
9: just like, think it's probably like arroz con pollo it's that's probably what it is can you just be specific
5: and stop being so cryptic with us we'd appreciate it uh,
0: number 16 are we talking about chico's here like what are we talking about
5: all right ken watlington is here i didn't even get to uh we'll talk about a couple of topics that I had. Uh, in fact, we'll do a whole fleet fee rundown when uh, Ken Watlington joins us here inside the Pirate Radio studios when we return on Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday, Miércoles. Back with you after this.
1: Rumors spreading around, and that takes a to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. When you combine State Farm home and auto insurance, you save an average of $889. State Farm agent Timothy Sawyer is ready to help you combine home and auto and save right here in Greenville, North Carolina. Give them a call at 493-0002. Like a good neighbor, State Farm and Timothy Sawyer is there. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
5: Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Kenny Curling says, get the new guy to do. You can paint it purple in Spanish. So uh, Danny, I think he's talking about you. Can you give us a? Uh, you can paint this one purple in Spanish, please?
10: I can say with an accent, and there's no way I'm getting it. You know what, Joey? <laughs> All you right, just gonna handle it.
5: Joey, let's hear it. You can paint this one purple. Say it excited.
9: Okay. Oh. Puedes pintar este violeta. Dang! Wow, that sounds good.
5: It's actually, pretty cool. Should we get a Spanish announcer and like call it like they do soccer, like?
6: Touchdown! Oh, yeah.
0: Brandon Johnson, it's a three. Three I still want Mickey Mouse.
6: No.
0: Oh! Ho, ho. I don't know. No, I don't know where... <laughs> Vargas in the area, still with it on the right side,
8: stepping over, sending it back for Lindsey. Lindsey sends it back into the area for Sviderski. One touch, he scores! <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's our guy play fly wake up
6: <laughs> you can <practice> with <laughs>
8: get him now ken wallington joins us hey ken yeah what can i add to this because y'all I've, I've been listening you know the whole show on another level today
5: I, it's I good stuff i don't know where we are we kind of go the direction of where where people the people take, take us yeah. so uh boy eric's got a keen eye Mm-hmm. Tell us about, he says, does he have a Maumee, Ohio shirt on?
8: I do. Maumee Panthers. Are we supposed to know what that is? Maumee High School. Maumee, Ohio. suburb of Toledo. I uh, covered mommy. them when I worked up there. I, you know, I go to practice one day. They're wearing new stuff. I'm like, that's a really nice one. Nice little polo. Coach, you want one?
5: Yeah. 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 Of course. So, and it's like, it is actually Nike. not. You yeah. like a coach? That's right. It's kind of a uh, Washington, James Madison gold. W- Western purple Carolina? Gold. Yeah. Yeah. Catamountish, yeah, free stuff, good stuff. Yep. Uh, we we always and <coughs> <laughs> we won't talk about what shirt you almost wore today. Yeah, I had a, I pulled a Michigan shirt out
8: the <laughs> closet today. I'm like you know what, I, I need to put this one back in for for a couple months.
5: Can you do that game week just to get a little pub going, just to get a little yeah. people fired, people riled up? That'd be fun. Yeah. All right, let's get to our uh, fleet feet rundown. Ken, have you had your uh, feet? checked out lately i haven't i probably should right you need to get a 3d foot scanner on that thing and we want your measurements your arch height your width and more you can do that at fleet feet so they will have the perfect shoe for you when you go on your walks jogs runs or let's face it the uh, the friday nights that are pretty grueling where you're doing a lot of walking and carrying a camera uh get you some comfortable shoes at fleet feet 207 east arlington boulevard in the old gordon's golf location fleet feet They run for you, Chandler.
0: That's my kind of business right there. If they can run for me and I don't have to run, that's perfect. (laughs) I signed up
5: for a marathon and they're like, uh, we'll run for you. Here's here's your, uh, you can tell I've never been in one. Here's your (laughs) number you wear. And I'm like, no, Fleet Feet's running for me. I'm not even running. I'll tell you one of those waters though, and a free shirt. Like the
10: <laughs> gun, the gun goes off and you're just like chilling there. You're nah, like, we're you're good. like go, go, go. You're like
0: no fleet fleet feet fee runs for me. Uh, I mean, I think I'm gonna light me up one. <laughs> y'all,
5: y'all have fun. I'll, I'll be here. <laughs> I'll be here waiting for you. You want one? You, you want one? All right, we already hit on some ECU football, and we'll uh, do that again later on in the show. We talk Pitt County Girls Softball League. But, uh, man, I did some elite TV watching last night, and I want to see if any of you folks did. A couple of things I watched. Joey, I don't like that you didn't put a space between the words hard and knocks, but we'll take care of that next time. Other than that, you've been awesome today. Awesome. Just, like, top notch. Um, Did anybody watch Johnny Football? I didn't. No, I didn't. We got to know. We got to know. Danny Bill watched it. Uh, what'd you think,
10: DB? I enjoyed it. There were some parts that were disturbing just because of the fact that as an athlete, you look at how far he came. He had came up to that point, and then where he is now, it's just kind of scary. But the funniest part to me was kind of his running buddy yeah. in college. That whole thing was just odd to me. But the fact that when he got caught for the whole autographs thing, how him and his buddy had the entire world convinced that he came from, Johnny Manziel came from oil money. And we all believed it. And then now we find out that it was just like, yeah, this is just a big hoax. We're trying to get around him. And we did. Yeah. Two college kids, 20 years old.
5: The uh, the friend thing was weird because he cut them loose and Johnny was like, yeah, sometimes you just got to cut ties and things like that. And, okay, you can do that from a business standpoint, but he just, like, hasn't talked to him and. Fifteen years? That was really or whatever it was, whatever it yeah, is now. That was very strange. Uh,
10: they were best friends too. It's just weird.
5: I also didn't remember the Texas A and M stuff was cool, and I remember a lot of that. The Cleveland deal, he was out quick. Yeah, he got there. That he logged literally 0.0 on seconds iPad. on his iPad playbook, and the team can monitor that. Yeah, and he just didn't. He didn't care. Like he. People around him, I guess, were saying, "You're doing this on purpose, right?" Like, and he said, "I didn't realize that, but he was basically self-sabotaging yeah,
10: himself." At that point, he was kind of already on a downward spiral because he had went to rehab, came back out, was good for a couple weeks. His parents and his agent said, and then kind of fell back into it. His dad eventually just kind of didn't really want anything to do with him. So then he was kind of trying to get him to go back in rehab, and I said no. Kind of separating himself from the pack in terms of his family, his agent, his teammates, his coaches, and stuff. And then I vividly remember him saying, "All right, it's just time to prove you guys wrong. Like I'm going to come out of this." And then it just got really, really, really ugly. The
5: combine story was crazy.
10: I mean, like, we not insane. spoiling anything. Like, it's uh, it's
0: very entertaining. Yeah, I feel like I don't have to watch it now. I feel like I no, th- there's some stuff it. in there that's like wow. This guy was. Yeah, I'm really I'm excited to watch that.
10: <laughs> okay. I can, we can tell
0: i'm excited to watch that you don't have to watch it no i, I do want to watch it don't, i don't you know what i don't I, want I, to watch i want to watch that and swamp kings whoa okay no well, i do those are watch two that. different things right
5: yeah. well <laughs> but swamp thing is an old comic i believe uh swamp kings is the urban Meyer, tim tobo uh, to percy harvey <laughs> have it. Uh, Go Gator, Courts, Urban Myers, uh, the, that team, and that is coming out in a couple of weeks. I also watched the uh, Jake Paul one last night. I can, um, I couldn't bring myself to do it. It's uh, I just can't. I don't understand that thing.
11: whatever that is, yeah.
5: <laughs> the YouTube Some, thing. Yeah. I'll say this: uh, I watched Logan Paul uh, SummerSlam wrestle the other day. He is really good yep. in the ring, but their whole deal, I don't really understand it.
0: They got famous off of YouTube, and I guess uh, with all the money they were getting, they were, were able to kind yeah. of chase dreams that they had. Yeah. It's crazy, Logan's it, wrestling, and yeah. then Jake. They also boxing. did, uh, Fine. Logan would steal Jake's
5: girlfriend, and they would do um, raps about it. What am I trying to say? Well, like, hit them up, and no Vaseline is called... Uh, raps. Dis- battle raps? Diss They would yeah, do yeah. diss tracks on no, each other. No
10: Vaseline. What a good song. Great it song. It
5: is. Yeah. Um, it's my karaoke go-to. Uh, <laughs>
10: God. <laughs> One of the few. Good Lord.
5: And Ken does it really early while the sun's still out, so people are dining and yes. families are eating and he breaks out that? no Vaseline. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> I can't even say the first two words. I know. On, yeah. on the air. <laughs> right. I'd say give us a sample, but you really yeah. can't. Uh, so I enjoyed uh, Johnny Football. I recommend it to everyone but Chandler. <laughs> he said he wants to see it. Shirley, can I'm you? I'm excited. Sh- you are not. Can you give me some hard knocks, Shirley? Because it is a hard knock life. Who watched Hard Knocks? I was too enthralled, no, Johnny. No, 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 nah. no, and no. All right, just me. Um, it's like the Aaron Rodgers is cool. Trust us, tour by <laughs> like Aaron. Rod- hey, he's a great guy. Like, and legitimately, everybody does love him there, uh, in New York. Uh, I think I had such low expectations because hard knocks is a bit repetitive at this point. So I went in pretty low
8: and I enjoyed it. It always gets me fired up for football. There's not a whole lot going on right now. Like the first week and a half of training camp. Right. You know? So you're just kind of trying to set the stage for what may or may not happen.
5: And so many rando cameos popping up, including a cameo. Including Method Man. Ending practice with a Bill Parcells quote one day. Now this that Method was, Man you speak of. Yes. Um How do I know him? Johnny Blaze, aka Woo The Iron. nope, that Tank. was Ghostface Killer. Uh yeah, from Wu Tang. The man That's of up. many names, Method Man. M E T H O D man. Uh he was there. Of course you had like Curtis Martin showing up. Um man, so many randos.
10: <laughs> did see a lot of stuff on Twitter about how Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem all that bad after the first episode.
5: That's the thing. It's like a Aaron Rodgers redemption tour, basically. Hell of a
8: PR campaign.
5: Sauce Gardner graduated, and uh, Nick Van Exel was there. What? And at Cincinnati. And Nick Van Exel, they were talking about football, and he was like, man, AFC East is a beast. So it was kind of cool to see Nick Van Exel talking football with Sauce Gardner. Um, so, yeah, cool stuff. Random indeed uh what did y'all do last night what'd you do last night channel watch little leagues the softball yeah i caught uh, the end of that game and the girls have won uh today already as well mm-hmm. so two wins ken uh, can i kind of get into your personal life a little bit sure what'd you, what'd you like be- to know what'd you do last night can you tell my
8: voice doesn't sound right uh-oh. I sound I a little, little deep, little husky. What, did you have a rager? <laughs> Not quite. Uh, I, By about 9.30, I had night quilled out for the night. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was so exciting. Um, My grandmother told me yesterday a cold
5: was going around. She was wondering if I was okay. 160 that, degrees outside.
8: that cold. heat cold? Yeah, heat cold.
10: Man, that's the worst, right? Ugh. DB, what'd you do? Pretty eventful. Went to Jersey Mike's for dinner. Yeah, that's good. Came Delish. back, watched the Red Sox get their butt kicked again. Shocker. Set up a <laughs> tee time uniforms. for tomorrow. That's the first ice. time they lost in those uniforms, though, right? This year? Yes, oh, this the year. City it, they had a 17-game yeah. winning streak yeah. going back to last year. But wow. set up a tee time at Ironwood tomorrow, trying to prepare for the golf tournament that me and a couple other <laughs> alumni baseball players are playing in next week for the ECU baseball team in Ironwood. So trying to get out there and get my swing right so I don't embarrass myself. Um, hung out with my girlfriend, watched Johnny football. It was a good, good night. night.
5: Sick, Brad. Congrats on See, having you a you said that
10: twice now that I brought her up. And I, you know, I, just, I thought your girlfriend was in
0: Colorado. She, oh, plays, oh, she plays soccer here. Who'd you hang out she's with last fr- night? She's from Colorado. She oh, plays soccer here. Chandler.
5: Yeah, that's not a bro move right there. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah,
10: yeah. wow. i remember, remember that. That's like, We're
0: turning into Jerry
10: Springer. I'm going to sabotage trivia tonight. Let's bring
0: her uh, in. Here she is. Yeah. right <laughs> here. Hey, what are you doing tonight?
10: I'm going to sabotage trivia tonight just because of that. What are you doing tonight? AJ McMurphy's trivia. Go. Here we go. Let's have a night.
0: 8
5: o'clock trivia, sports trivia. AJ is going to have fun. We'll uh, have baseball on the tubes and uh, have a fun time Mike P says Nick the Quick is the most underrated player in NBA history that's uh, really (laughs) going far there Mike P (laughs) said dude was a beast I like Nick Van Exel he's fine didn't he used to do this this little thing what in like the TLC and the don't go chasing waterfalls I swear I remember Nick Van Exel I
0: don't know but I like thing. you doing it yeah, yeah, was, seems uh, pretty cool somebody make that that
10: into needs to a, be like your you, dance and we score a touchdown <laughs> on a watch party just <laughs> like get if, if yeah get did, clipped <laughs>
0: if you did that in public and I didn't know you I'd say I would look at the person next to me and say you see that guy over there that's a cool dude public, public. all right
5: let's take a break <laughs> when we return more with Ken Wildington, 10 WNCT channel 9 glad the Braves came back last night or Ken may not have showed up today yeah I didn't even watch well, done. You missed a rally. No, nah, I saw it. the The Braves are so good that Brian Bailey didn't even give me any any talk after the Cubs beat him. I understand? You yeah, all went he back to He directed and forth. it all to me. Yeah. Well, I think you went after him first, from what I that from his side of the story. Well, after Friday, <laughs> I was like, "This is gonna be a great weekend." <laughs> Wrong. It was not. It was not. Jamie says Tim Duncan is Tom the most Duncan. underrated player in NBA history. When we return, we'll talk about the most (laughs) underrated players
8: in sports. The Hall of Famer is underrated. (laughs) Back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They have a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, plus offer service to all makes and models in a state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and online at WashingtonChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
5: Thank you very much, Shirley Rhodes, D.B., Joey in the house, Chan Man to my left, Ken Watlington, head of the table. a little smashing pumpkins yeah i i love 1979 that's that's a great song i just i don't know billy corgan's voice i i I can't i never fully never got fully into smashing pumpkins
7: i liked them a lot in college i like them
5: i liked them a lot in college too Uh,
7: my favorite song is a song called mayonnaise.
5: mayonnaise that's my favorite condiment it's not Underrated. my favorite. I
7: don't like mayonnaise Underrated. at all, but the song Mayonnaise, two thumbs up. Clip.
10: Danny's got something important to Clip, say. Cliff, I have news. You're going to really enjoy this. All right. College news. football announcer pairings for the year. I saw that. Love it. That's That's a lot of them. Chris Fowler, Herb Street, Hollyro. Normal deal. Hollyro. H- oh. Hira. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mc- Sean McDonough at the two with Greg McElroy Shooting and guard? McGrath.
6: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
10: Tess on the three. Hmm jesse palmer george i don't know who the george is george a lot of sec football right there. wish wish is wish wish is Wishusen. wish uh, uh bob was that. yep. that's right um where'd you get george from it, no it, it literally just says slash george it's somebody's last name i don't know who uh, the okay. george is uh, okay um dave Pash mm-hmm. is with um Divor divorcec bill walton oh no
0: Justy DeVort. Where's my guy? Yeah.
10: Schusan's with Anish Schroff called the uh Charlotte regional, actually. Uh Shroff, Shroff, Shroff. Shroff is with where? Demarcus, Andre Ware. Andre Ware. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um Dave Fleming is with Brock Osweiler. Mm. Um Lewis Riddick is on the six team, which is pretty cool. I like Louis Riddick. Yeah. I, I always want to watch him to hire him back. But yeah pretty cool
5: stuff we love announcer schedules oh god i awesome. saw um, that twitter's phenomenal did you see the tweet from espn where it had all the football personalities today yeah all the faces and names one really jumped out to me fozzy whitaker
0: Fozzie whitaker what? Fozzie, is he, is he Whitaker? Doing, is wow. he doing longhorn network i don't oh he's a texas man he's a texas guy could be so it was so, an espn tweet i gotta look it up too fozzy whitaker
5: could very well be god. uh, Touched, uh fog, skip arc- is asking where is todd blackledge he's still doing stuff he says sean and todd are the best
0: didn't he go to cbs no todd mm. was yeah todd, todd. Was number two todd, todd 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 todd
5: last night uh during the manziel thing i saw merrill hodge and immediately <laughs> oh i
10: did yep i know exactly what you're talking about yep he was with uh who's he sitting across from are you but, talking to me
5: yeah oh i didn't know if we were back on a different thing no no, no you're right so maryl it, it reminded me of edge nfl matchup remember that ken with yeah. uh jaws course, yeah. and malone mark malone mark, is that name? mark uh yes i was I almost yeah. said mark may but that's a whole no, different show that was with with a with the different Lou. guy uh but edge nfl matchup was like when you watched it you felt like a real football guy like we're breaking down x's and o's it's over now. here, and it's like this yeah jaws boom, boom, is pop, breaking pop. it down wingo was on there too wasn't he that was uh, that was a later iteration yeah. of it, yeah. But that was like your serious football talk. It's not your opinions, your screaming, it's the whole 22 your crap. Version of hey, the,
10: yeah. the real football guys are the guys, guys, dudes are here. It was <laughs> really, guys, guys, it yes. was
5: good, and it it kind of made me miss old ESPN for a moment. It's not what it was. No, sir. And you know what? The kids but if today are hiring. Kids today they are do a great job. The earth. Oh, you're looking to get out. <laughs> uh, Tyler says, Tell Ken I voted for him.
8: What are you I, running for? Apparently, there is a best of 2023 uh, thing going on for the Daily Reflector. I voted for you, too. There's Best News Anchor. And I'm one of the choices. Wow! uh, My mom's voted, uh, my dad's (laughs) voted, so I got two votes. Uh, Tyler's voted? The funny thing is, though, there's a best news reporter as well. There's like a couple of people from WITN, uh, a reflector reporter, and then a reporter from WNCT who has not worked at WNCT since November. But somehow they got nominated for the best of 2023. So this seems like to be a really, really cool contest.
0: I want to vote for Brian
5: Bailey. (laughs) I vote for Alan Hoffman every year, right in.
8: What a great dude, though. What are the good people in the world? That's good to hear. Yeah,
5: uh, Vote for Ken um, and make your vote count. People. That's right. You have the right to vote.
8: You win nothing if you vote, but, you know, sorry.
5: Uh, Jack says, did they get rid of Beth Mowens? Is she still there?
0: I hate to say this, but I hope so. You're why, a fan? Why do oh, you hate to say it? I just, I mean, well, I don't want anyone to lose their job, but I just, I despised her. Whoa. I despised Beth Mowen Her I, calling of a game, calling of a game. Okay, great woman, great woman. I mean, do you know that for sure? Great woman, great human being. How doesn't do you, doesn't I, look like behind it. the mic, awful. How do you know she's a great woman? You don't know that. I don't know, but she did. She called some ECU games. She's called e, like plenty of ECU games in the past, and I just I couldn't stand it. Fuzzy is on Longhorn Network. I knew it. Yep. I'm a big Fozzie guy. You are. Both the Muppet, I was gonna say, <laughs> and now the do the
8: Fozzie voice. We're, we're doing voices before I came in. you know. Impressions. Uh, let's do a Fozzie impression. Can you do it? Uh, absolutely not.
6: <laughs>
8: no, no, I'm not gonna. Yeah, do. I don't think I can get
10: there. <laughs> the uh, Durham and Packer guy, the guy that calls the ACC games, is with one of the Hasselbecks for top on the ACC network. That was a here. lot of disrespect there. The Durham, like let's let West Durham. I don't. I couldn't remember his first name. Yes, West Durham, very established. It was with one of the Hasselbecks. Not sure which one. <laughs> I believe it is. A lot of Tim, space. Tim, Jim, Tom, Don. Matt. I don't know, One of them. One of the bald ones. Matt.
8: I think it's Tim. Matt.
0: Is it Matt?
5: <laughs> I like West Durham, um, and another really good person. I reckon I'm okay with. Uh, ah, man. I I didn't like the Hasselbacks as players. Matt beat Washington twice in the playoffs. Good we'll ball. take the ball
0: because we're going to score. Tim <laughs> sucked for
10: Washington. <laughs>
5: yeah, Yeah.
10: So I didn't like either one of them. Clay, Matt, Vic, and Tom Hart are 1-1 on SEC Network. DB,
8: Tom, announcer, breakdown. Tom Hart, former Atlanta Braves play-by-play voice. He's there good. He, he does Hart. a really good job. No, I'm sorry. He actually was just like the sideline guy for the Braves back in the day. What happened
5: through some of the lean years? What happened to the guy we got from the Brewers a couple of years ago? That was the radio announcer for the Braves.
8: Yeah, Jim uh, Powell. Yeah, yeah. He still does a little bit of radio, but I, okay. think, I think But the uh, main guy like,
5: is Ingram. Yeah. Yeah. And Which I like him too. No, he's but great. I really like Jim Powell. I, I thought he was great too.
8: But I think he still does it some, but I'm a big Bob Carpenter guy.
0: Nat's Former pitcher? Bob Carpenter? Or is the a play-by-play he's guy? Nationals play by play off Maston. Okay.
5: Um I am glad Chip Carey's not the voice of the Braves anymore. That's really too, you guys <laughs> yeah. not
10: like him? I, is that because is I've heard that it's not people don't like him? I don't know why. Uh, he's probably fine, but
5: I just I don't maybe I had a too high of a standard for his dad his last name, and my yeah, love man. of Skip.
8: Brian Bailey always tells a good Chip Carey story. He met Harry Carey way back in the day.
12: I said, where are you from? And
8: Bailey says, Greenville, North Carolina. Oh, my son Chip works in Greenville. He's like, "Uh, Mr. Carey, I think that's Greenville, South Carolina. North Carolina, South Carolina, what's the damn difference? (laughs) (laughs)
6: Hi.
5: Here's a
8: Bud Light.
5: (laughs) Jamie says, Bob Euchre not doing brewers anymore?
6: Just a bit outside. He does TV.
5: Uh, The guy we were talking about did radio. Jamie says, my sources say Beth Mullins is an okay woman, not great. I love that Jamie
0: has sources, and they're really, really bad. (laughs) Yeah,
5: yeah. like your uh, Alex Flynn is going to start sources. Eric's going to vote for Jim Woods. I got Slim Short as a write-in. We're talking about stuff stuff. before Ken's time No, no,
8: I mean, I remember it
5: as a kid. I did not work there with those particular (laughs) gentlemen. I remember watching that at noon. Oh, yeah, the Farm Report. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, Ken, uh, we accomplished a lot here. A whole bunch. (laughs) And thanks for helping us accomplish it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. Let's do something real quick. All right. Let's do some let's let's do I, I'm kind of in an NFL mood. We got whole nailers playing tomorrow night. Yep. Let's do a Ken Wildlington off the cuff uh division predictions before we wrap up this hour. Let's start with the NFC Beast. Oh, it's gonna be the Washington
8: Commanders. All right, I like it. Without a doubt. Not gonna give you time to not change. even close. Sixteen and one. NFC North. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kirk, uh, yeah, I guess it's got to be Minnesota, right? Eh, they don't Lions have might it be better. Be. It's not gonna be Green Bay. You wouldn't think, but you know, maybe you'll what's his name? Love will surprise. Give love. Let's go Minnesota. All
5: right, NFC South. It's gonna be Carolina Panthers.
0: Let's go, baby.
5: NFC West.
8: It's not gonna be Arizona.
5: Hmm. Yeah, I'll go with L.A you know what i said yesterday i believe to danny but maybe to somebody else i wish i was in a position where i we could be the niners like if, if washington yep. was in a 49er situation because danny was like who's the quarterback and i was like well they got darnold they got purdy. lance they got brock purdy yeah it doesn't matter they're gonna be good yeah. no matter who their quarterback is that actually
8: is- if holton ends up as a starter at seattle i take
9: seattle
5: if he beats out Gino yeah, for the starting job, yeah, that's but you're going. going Rams. Everybody's down on the Rams. These are Ken's unofficial picks.
8: Yeah, <laughs> uh, when none of them come to fruition, AFC East. Oh, it's gonna be the Jets. Nah. I got it, man. The Jets. I, <laughs> I heard. I heard the glowing uh, review of the first episode of Hard. The latest episode of Hard. Knock. you're all let's in. Go. Yeah, let's go. AFC North. I don't even know who's in the North. Uh, that would be <laughs> Browns, uh, the, Bengals, the Steelers, the th- Ravens.
4: Uh... Ravens.
5: What? Why are you duding him? Did, did. Bengals? He, was, he said did. Gotta did. go. Dude. I mean, bro. Joe Burr.
8: Joe Burr. But is he going to be healthy? He'll be all right. AFC
5: South. The Titans. Oh, it's guy, sure, for sure, Titans. the Texans.
8: <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> why are we doing this? <laughs> Shirley, take us to break. AFC West. <laughs> uh, it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. All right,
5: there you go. Man. Ken Wilington.
8: I got that one maybe
5: right. Unofficial NFL. The Texans will not win anything. Division winners. CJ Stroud. Is he starting from day one? Like Bryce?
8: he's in a
0: quarterback, quarterback battle <laughs> with oh uh, Davis Mills,
5: Matt Shaw, man.
0: I don't think you answered AFC South seriously, but uh, Jacksonville Jaguars yeah. for me. They t- get it done. T, well, t- well, way to go. On the way to go
5: out on a limb there, Chandler. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, a- and now I'm gonna South. sing
8: some Billy Corgan a break.
5: All right, we will see you next weekend. Appreciate it, guys. See when you we kid. return, we'll have some ECU football audio for you from the head coach of the Pirates, Mike Houston. That and more on the way. Pirate Radio Live, Hour 2. Back with you after this. Ow!
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency from maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes for personal or business insurance questions call 756-8300 today now let's head back in to prl here is your host clip rock
5: back with your pirate radio live here on a wednesday still to come mark brown CamdenChat.com. and uh are we doubling down on brown what can brown do for you we got nick brown coming up at five you look really busy with those papers like jim rome that's so much going on got so much to talk about so much to say pick it
0: up and you just kind of go through them
5: here's uh one particular piece of paper i want to focus on right now chandler what's that oh comments we got audio. Uh, some audio so this is from the weekend i uh, have not played it yet we were able to tag team and interview myself and another reporter i didn't catch his name uh Chandler honeycutt pirate radio no i
0: want him year
5: i'm a former long snapper glenn Glen griffin pirate no radio? it wasn't it was so, it wasn't G- it, it wasn't somebody with pirate radio it was another guy
0: patrick mason
5: uh or, it was probably him i don't know we'll, oh we'll, uh let's see if we recognize the voice
0: i, I, I uh
5: I, I don't know stefan I, I don't know what, who it was but anyway we were able to talk to rajay harrison parker moore and throw some questions at them Shirley, can we hit that right now uh, Raj, Coach Houston said he couldn't even tell you suffered an injury. So it sounds like you are back and, and better than ever. How do you feel out there, back at practice?
13: I feel great, man. It's always good to be back out there, you know, with the team, you know, actually doing something, you know. But uh, I feel great. The support's there from the team, uh, from the coaches, man. It's just a blessing to be back out there.
4: So y'all are in shoulder pads, but have you tried to lower the shoulder and, and run somebody over yet? you got to wait till full fast for that?
13: Uh, I've been running kind of physical, but, you know, I got some more left in there. So I'm going to wait till about Tuesday when we go full go, Just unleash all of it. But, yeah, I done try to, to lower it a little bit, but nothing yet for real.
4: Coach said that y'all trying to find that balance as a team, I guess, early on, of like thud tackling, live tackling. Kind of what's that like and maybe teaching some of the new guys?
13: Uh. It's different because it's different everywhere. You know, we got a lot of transfers, so they probably didn't really thud where they was at. So Uh, thudding is just basically just learning how to tackle, you know, trying trying to fit them up, but... You know, we got some slinging around. got some tackling, so we just got to work on that little stuff.
5: Parker, uh, Julia said he was a little frustrated. He couldn't go full go and hit a guy. How about you? Are you able to kind of go 100% with the D-linemen you're battled with? What's that like?
12: Oh, yeah, that's every day. And uh, shells, you know, we hit too. And rock solids, we hit. So, I mean, for O-line, D-line, it's the same thing every day. So it's a pretty fun time
4: what are those competitions like one-on-one with the d-line because both of y'all yourself and this d-line room have been a around for so long now y'all know each other pretty good so what are those competitions like
12: oh it's fun like i look at the guys i smile i laugh at them we talk about how we make each other better and compete and things like that and it's always fun to you know be out there and compete and just get to play the game of football you know why we all here for
4: who's the toughest guy uh, that maybe gives you some trouble if you're willing to, to give anybody
12: that much credit. Uh pass rush wise I'd say Jeremy Lewis. Yeah, he's pretty good. And um rushing wise JD J D had a good day today, so he's he's been giving me some battles.
5: Well, both of you guys, well, what have you seen in the growth of, of Mason and Alex uh with with hold Naylor's gone and, and their ability to to be the, the captain now out there on offense. We'll start with you, Roger.
13: Confidence, man. You know, he don't look like somebody that haven't played. You know, he's out there making plays like a like a senior, like he done did it before. You know, so just that confidence, man. And we all knew he can throw. Everybody know he can throw that thing. So just a big confidence boost. And then Rajay took the words
12: right out of my mouth. Like Mason, he's he's been leading the group like he's already done it before. And Flynn, he's he's dominating. he had a great spring and he's just continuing to build off of it sounds
4: like both those guys are making more and more pre-checks, you know, and definitely Mason talked about that as well. As an offensive lineman, how much does that, you know, maybe factor into y'all's game when he's changing stuff at the line of scrimmage and and kind of learning to build off that?
12: Uh, It actually helps us out a lot. Uh, Sometimes we don't get to see all the coverages that they're running, so he might see uh, a safety stacked over the corner, which means a corner might come. So he lets us know somebody's coming off the edge, and that helps us out a lot with our protections and, if we need to add a guy in the running game.
5: And on Tuesday, Coach, Houston said that the returners uh, got the first crack at O-line and then some newcomers. How have y'all kind of mixed that together? How many different combinations have you played with so far on the O-line? Uh,
12: well, um, I just started playing with Jacob. Jacob started playing left guard today. And uh, right now I've been working with Rich. And Rich, we've been getting some good movement and things like that. And I like how we're moving on this all line
4: How are you liking left tackle? I know you... Played
12: a lot of right tackle on the past too. You liking left tackle? Oh uh, yeah! I'm for the, the guys I have confidence in me to switch positions. You know to protect Mason's blind side. It, it means a lot to me. I feel more confident. You know playing that position. Uh, it's always tough going from one side to the other side, having to focus on different techniques. But the confidence is high right now, and I'm excited.
5: RJ, tell us about uh, JB's bond a little bit. Coach Houston said he looks the part. He's ready to go. What have you seen in the young fella?
13: He dog. In a discussion, Good dog, man. Like. You, you wouldn't tell you're a freshman. Like you give us Parker, mm-hmm. man. He going out there against the starters, against the twos, the threes. Man, he running that thing. And that's all the backs. That's Javis, that's Gerald, that's Pop, that's Marlon. Man, that room is loaded. That room is loaded.
5: What you guys have planned for the day off tomorrow?
12: What you doing, Roger? Sleep. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the, the fat boy statement. Eat good. <laughs> get some good recovery in and uh, just take care of my body. Get some good rest. All
5: right. Rajay Harris, Parker Moore. Got some uh, few tidbits there. Uh, as Parker said that Jeremy Lewis, the toughest rusher to block and jd lampley you mentioned the word underrated earlier i don't maybe we don't talk enough about him he had a good debut with the pirates last year and he is a here's a guy
0: here's a guy
5: that you you bring in a guy with his size from he's day big. one and can build on that that's why he was able to to play uh early on but he's a guy that uh, i'm looking forward to seeing this year
0: you said earlier how good ecu was against the run last year and i think Uh, a lot of that has to a lot of the credit has to go to J.D. Lampley and a lot of those guys up front and uh, yeah J.D. Lampley I remember kind of seeing him and I was like who's this number 99 I believe that's his number and uh, I, I found out quick who J.D. Lampley we, L- Lampley is, and uh, haven't heard much uh, about him. Uh, I want to say we heard some in the spring, but since uh, the fall, which a lot of the focus is on this quarterback situation and the quarterback competition going on, but J.D. Lampley is a guy that you have to watch out for when it comes to the productivity on this defensive side of the ball, especially up front. Uh, also, uh, Rajay talked about his running mates in the backfield, Javius Bond. Bond. Dog. Javius Bond, dog. Marlon Gunn, dog. Here's a guy that I heard they say that I think Raj, uh, Rajay said his name, Pop McKay, dog. I think he can be a dog. Canine. Canine. <laughs> that room, Pop, like Pop McKay's, a name that I remember being excited about. Haven't heard much about or from him. I'm interested to see how
5: many backs play in an an average game. Mike
0: Houston says that there's a lot of guys that can be played and will probably play besides your Roger Harris and Marlon Gunn. I'm really excited. I really hope we get to see a lot of Javius Bond. Bond. Javius Bond. If you missed it earlier, Mike Houston said he was working with punt returns, uh, kick returns as well. Mentioned Rajay, mentioned Marling. He mentioned all three of those guys. Yeah. When it comes to the return game, a lot of names out there hasn't trimmed it down yet, but a lot of a lot of awesome names to choose from. And you know that they're going to speak
5: glowingly of their teammates and of their quarterback. It was good to hear that they they both said Mason was really, you know, yeah. acting as a leader out there and not being timid. And just hearing Mason talk the other day was a positive sign. We just hadn't had a chance to talk to him a lot, but seems seems uh, he's growing, maturing, you know, all the stuff that you have to be when you are a big-time Division One quarterback.
0: And it's all the stuff that we were hoping to see from him, like off-the-field stuff, uh, being a leader, hearing about him being a leader, uh, talking to the media, which he did the other day, and he was great, even though he did run out of breath every time he had to say something. But Mason Garcia is uh example of what doesn't happen now in, in college football and really in college athletics period he stuck around he's been behind holt nailers he could have transferred anytime he wanted to but he's been back there developing not only as a quarterback but has been able to see a leader like holt nailers and see how he leads a team and now it's his chance to go out there and do so and i think that's what he's doing right now and he's looking good on the field and he's starting to separate himself from the quarterback competition.
5: All right, let's hear from a couple more Pirates. Alex Flynn and Elijah Morris, quarterback, and D Lyman. Had a chance to catch up with those guys on Saturday as well, myself, and that
0: other guy. I just can't figure out that who that other guy is. You, did you not introduce yourself to him? Uh, I didn't. That had to have been awkward. That had to have been awkward to be sitting there with somebody you don't know and asking questions. Yeah, but...
5: I didn't know if it was my place. I mean, I'm not there to meet friends. I'm there to, you know, interview the players.
0: I like that mindset. <laughs> so, Man. Hey, hey, look, when, no, I in, to make
5: when I walk in, I <laughs> walk I look at Garrett Short, Gully, even you and Jenny and everybody else in the room, I'm like, hey, guys, not here to chit-chat, not here to make friends, don't care what you're having for dinner, don't care what you did last night, I'm here to talk to the players. Let's keep it at that. Let's keep this casual Let's keep this
0: business and nobody gets hurt. Yeah, I, but I, I think I did hear the other day. Somebody was like, Okay, hey, it was Malcolm." Malcolm said, "Hey, look who it is! It's clever. You said, "Ah, not, nope." Nah. You're Malcolm like, N- don't have time for it. Not here for that. I'll see you afterwards somewhere, or yeah. we can meet afterwards and hang out. But I'm not here to be friends. I'm not here to. I'm not here to lollygag. I'm not going to be. We have a bunch of lollygaggers in here. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm not, not here lollygag. to be not here to be enemies either. I'm just saying. I'm here to do my job. Yeah. That's it.
5: Shirley, can we hear that interview with Alex Flynn and Elijah Morris?
4: Uh, Alex, how was the. Uh, and whoever this guy is. Four days in the competition between you guys. Yeah, it's
3: going well. We're, um, you know, going. Uh, you know, everybody's working together. Um, Offense is uh, going against the defense. We're uh, working together, trying to, uh, you know, get that the mesh together with the, uh, the team and everything. Yeah. Um, and then the competition has been good. You know, we had our first uh, third down competition today. And, uh, you know, I think uh, both sides do well. But the, that competition is important. Just, you know, starting getting into it for sure.
5: I believe Coach Houston said the offense won three to two. I don't know if you <laughs> want to. Maybe not want to bring that up around Elijah. But uh, he said it is good back and forth, the uh, offense, defense right now. You mm-hmm. feel that
3: way? Yeah, for sure. We're, um, yeah, it's, it really is. Like you said, it's back and forth. Um both sides have good plays, um, but that's that's what's important in fall camp is you know getting um, that consistency down, um, you know, offenses both sides of the ball. So,
4: Elijah, it's, it's hard to believe, man. I think year four already for you, man, and uh, lots of snaps under your belt. What, what, what's different this this preseason versus obviously your your last few preseasons when you had maybe not as much experience.
11: Oh. Uh, Four years has gone by. It's crazy. We were just talking about that, that it's the fourth year. Uh, I think the biggest difference is how much uh, bigger role I'm playing as a leader this year with all the older guys that have passed through here these past years. And now I feel like it's my turn and to lead the team, a group of youth like we have and all the potential that we have. I mean, it's a great thing. Julia said he was a little
5: frustrated he can't go out and pop somebody, uh, but understands why. Parker said the battles, O-line, D-line, y'all are able to, to get some good contact in. So what are those physical matchups like every day with your O-line?
11: Well, you know, we're banging heads every day, you know, making each other better. We know that uh, the level of intensity starts with both sides of the ball up front. So, you know, we're really making each other better, making it as physical as possible in practice, and, you know, just building from that.
4: As Parker, who's the toughest guy to block? What about you when you're going up against a, a big old lineman? Who's the toughest guy to get by right
11: now? Um, <laughs>
4: if you're willing to give
6: anybody that much credit,
11: you know uh, Parker's got great feet. Foot's a big guy too. That you got to remember. So is Hampton. Uh, Rich is a real physical dude too, and uh, Walt's a big guy to get around too. So you know they're all they're all large humans. You know compared to well me at least. So. <laughs>
5: Alex a lot of returners uh, at the receiver position. How about newcomers? Anybody stood out to you from uh, from that standpoint, catching some balls out there for you?
3: Yeah, we've had some um, new guys outside uh, wideouts. You know, they're battling out there. You know, Chase um, is big, dude, long. Uh, he's making those big time catches. Um, Keelan's been working uh, pretty good. Um, I know. I think the whole receiver room has been working hard. You know, they're, um It's good because. You know, we're all getting um, you know each quarterback and each offense is you know getting to work with all the receivers. So that's what's important too. And in camp is getting that uh you know the feel of the different receivers. So
4: what's well, so like seeing? It seems like Jari is kind of coming through his own. You play with him in high school, and you know what's that that like that combination when y'all are on the field together?
3: Yeah, um, obviously me and Jari are really close. We've been playing since high school, um, but yeah, it is. I mean. I think one of the most important things for a quarterback and a wide receiver is just to be on the same page, and I think that that is a lot of what we have. Just, just because we've had, I don't know, eight years now, it seems like we're uh, been throwing together. So,
4: for both y'all, you know, team chemistry this early in camp, I'm sure it's still kind of a work in progress. But you feel like that's something y'all actively have to work on? Does it happen naturally? What What is that process like? I guess we'll start with Elijah.
11: I think camp will really build that team chemistry because of how often we're all together. You know, you, uh, the young guys will really buy into the culture that we've set and the standard that we set. So I think camp plays a really big role in the chemistry. And as camp gets further and further, I think by September second, you'll see a fully well-oiled machine.
3: Yeah, I agree. We're um, you know we're together pretty much all day for you know, three straight weeks, and um, like I said before, it's. The offense has got to uh, start working together, um, through and through time, and then defense, also. But then, at the end of the day, we're a team, and so we've got to, you know, come together and all work work together.
5: Mike Houston said by next Saturday he wants to have everything in, uh, put the ball down, ready to play. Um, Elijah with the the I guess returners up front, you you'll be pretty good with that, right? On defense, how about you, Alex? As far as The plays, the checks, all that. Do you feel comfortable there? Will you be ready to go next week?
3: Yes, sir. Yeah, I feel comfortable. Um, You know, we already have, I would say, probably three quarters of our uh, offense. And um, I think one of the bigger things is just um, being able to. You know, there's one thing to know the plays um, and what to do, but it's another thing to, you know, read the defense. And then, um, you know, for all the guys, the offensive line, running back, wide receiver, everybody's got to be able to not only do their assignment, but do the right assignment in the right, um, you know, defense. Why you feel good?
11: defense you know me I I just want to go out there and hit somebody so you know I'm excited but uh, both sides of the ball have really been going at it and you know I can't wait to see live bullets by next Saturday
5: All right, Alex Flynn Elijah Morris there from Saturday's uh, practice and we'll have a chance to catch up with Mike Houston again on Thursday and uh, Chandler's going to ask a kicker question so get ready for that folks
0: how should I put it how should I word it um,
5: let's all workshop it together to come up with the perfect question I think that'd be a fun exercise and we'll do it later on in the show because we got to take a break when we return Mark Brown CamdenChat.com, joins us to talk O's baseball Astros and O's big one tonight on Pirate Radio we'll be back with more on Pirate Radio live on a Wednesday after this
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight, Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive-thru window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself and your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
5: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. It was cool to see um, the Puerto Rican softball team all got together. He ate a familiar. So uh, cool that Drew could have them over there eating some good food before they uh, prepared to take the field. That's familiar. Jamie's question would be to coach about kicking. We're not going to have kicking issues like we did last year, coach. Right? <laughs> Jamie, I can tell you're an amateur. <laughs> and you're not a professional rookie. like us. Right? I mean, he's going to say, well, hope not. We've got well, I hope not. Jerry, Andrew kicking right now. Chandler,
10: how are you so good at it, dude? That's nuts.
5: Actually.
0: Yeah, I mean he's the guy. do it. Wait, what, what how do you answer
5: Coach it?
10: Houston? It's just unbelievable. You just have his mannerisms in the way he says well, things. Well, first out.
0: I ask
5: you how everybody's doing.
0: How we doing? Good to see you everybody. All right. So uh <laughs> Wait, you just hit a, a soul like somebody <laughs> soul. else. <laughs> um Oh, it's a good. It's a good bunch. They have a. Really, it was a really good bunch. Uh, they're hard nosed. No, I didn't get punched in the nose. No, I didn't get punched in the nose. <laughs> no, I didn't get punched in the nose. <laughs> I asked
4: you about the kickers, right, Yeah, Coach. Let's
0: no, I set didn't the get stage. punched in the nose. No, but we are. We're gonna have nose. a freaking game. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have a freaking game. All right. Are you gonna make kicks? Do we have any
9: freaking game?
0: Well, hope have so. Freaking game. Well, well, hope so. Well. We got two really good guys. Got one from the transfer portal. Uh, Got Jerry Rice. No, it's not the Jerry Rice that you're probably thinking of, but uh, he's a very hard-nosed kid. He's got a hard two. He's got a very hard two. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a very hard two, and uh, he's a really good kid. Uh, Really good bunch. Really good bunch there. That
5: was uh, worth it. That was worth it right there. How's everybody doing? (laughs) Thank you, Coach. No, I didn't get punched in the news. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, more ECU football talk later on in the show. Right now, we'll head out to the Pirate Radio live line. Welcome on Mark Brown com to talk some O's baseball. Mark, how you doing today?
14: I'm doing pretty good. You know, the Orioles are uh, 70 and 43. Things have gone pretty darn good since the last time we spoke, so. I am pretty happy about
5: that. This is the uh, the second time this season where the O's have been playing great baseball, and on the day we chat with you, they're coming off a, uh, a brutal loss. So, uh, yeah, last 10, 7, and 3, two games up in the East, uh, but one that got away last night. Man, how great is it, Mark, that uh, your team's played so well this year that you're not, uh, you know... It, 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 devastated by an excruciating loss like you had last night blowing in the ninth.
14: It was it certainly was an excruciating loss. You know, it was just like slow motion nails on a chalkboard kind of thing because um I was at the game last night with my wife and it just had you it just had a bad feeling as soon as Felix Bautista, the otherwise elite closer, walked the pinch hitter who was batting like one oh three, uh and and things just went worse from there. And that was that was not fun. But you know, I mean, in the aggregate, it's hard to argue with how things are with the Orioles right now. And uh, you know, all I could do is hope that uh, it it doesn't turn into some kind of tailspin, which they've been very, very resilient in avoiding those this season. And that's one reason why they are where they are. What is the the. Uh, they're now on a the streak of Orioles not getting swept. Is that like seventy six series straight series dating back to last year? I wow. believe is the number now. Uh, that's a that's a post integration of Major League Baseball record for um, team going with number of two game or more series without being swept. So you know they're in danger here against the Astros. They've lost the first game. They just got to win one of the next two to keep going. And I think you know as long as they can. Continue to keep that rolling. Just don't get swept. Don't pile up long losing streaks. I think that they're going to be okay. And you know, I'm uh, I'm going to be a little nervous every time they lose the first game of a series. I guess because that's just how it is to be an Orioles fan. But uh, you know, they're uh, they are where they are for a reason, and they've they've shown plenty of quality over the course of this season over long stretches of time.
5: You got the O's and Strows tonight coming your way on Pirate Radio as a big one at Camden Yards. Uh, Mark, you're you're probably tired of talking about this at, at this point, but first time we've had you on since the Kevin Brown uh, debacle uh, from earlier this week that people learned about that he was uh, suspended from his duties on TV, apparently after you know reading a graphic that showed how bad the O's had previously been against the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, I was hoping there was more to the story uh, because uh, from what we've seen, there's absolutely nothing there. So uh, what what's your perspective on this whole thing? And, uh, man, I know Orioles fans, baseball fans, and even people that don't care uh, about baseball or the O's have uh, jumped on Brown's side here.
14: Yeah, you know, I was honestly amazed and happy for Kevin Brown, who I think is a great broadcaster that so many other um you know, baseball team broadcast like Monday night after that story broke or even uh last night it seemed like really were strong in their support of him like on the air you know just coming out and it certainly seems like um current Orioles managing partner John Angelos the son of Peter Angelos is basically uh the one who directed this to happen more or less uh or else he um empowered yes men kind of flunkies to just go and do this kind of thing and you're absolutely right it's absurd like it's just pathetic because what he said was so benign right like it as you noted he was basically verbally summarizing a graphic that was on math and that basically that just pointed out the Orioles were really really bad in 2020 21 uh, 2020, 2021, and 2022 combined at Tropicana Field, which is entirely true, and they've done better there this year, also true, so the point that Kevin Brown made was really to have a positive statement about the 2023 Orioles, right, which is apparently what Angelos wants to only have on Masson is you have to be positive, and he was positive, but He wasn't positive enough because he admitted there had been a previous negative. Apparently this rankled John Angelos. And what I read in the athletic was that, that that the John Angelos thought it made him look cheap because when the Orioles were bad, they had a low payroll, which is true. That's part of why they were bad because they didn't try and spend money and have good players. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's so absurd. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm sad for Kevin Brown that he got the, the Orioles officials are apparently telling media, Oh, it wasn't officially a suspension. They've, you know, they've got some kind of double secret probation thing, like from animal house. that's <laughs> not, um, not officially calling it a suspension, but nonetheless, he was off the air and is apparently coming back on Friday. But, um, you know, it, it wasn't a regularly scheduled absence of rotating personnel. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. One more thing on this. So uh, we kind of are getting into the dynamics of um, family uh, psychology between generations. Because in the 1990s, Peter Angelos, John's father, who's now 94 years old and uh, hasn't been controlling the Orioles for several years because he's been... Um, suffering from dementia, so he's not capable of doing that anymore. In the 90s, Peter Angelos ran a great radio broadcaster, John Miller, who Mm -hmm. you probably remember from Sunday Night Baseball, ESPN, you know, when we were younger. Um, Angelos basically ran him out of town uh, for being too negative about the uh, the Orioles, and this was after the 1996 season when the Orioles actually made the playoffs that year. Um, Miller was great, Angelos chased him off, and now we've got... John Angelos, who, um, apparently, so I don't know the exact details of this. It came out in the, there was a lawsuit earlier this year, um, where John Angelos's brother, Lewis, had sued him over who should control the team with their dad incapacitated. And this ended up settling. But one of the things that came out in the lawsuit is basically John Angelos. Um, never passed the bar exam after three tries, and Peter Angelos made his money off of asbestos lawsuits in the 80s. So, John Angelos apparently was unable to follow in his dad's footsteps as a lawyer. Now here he is, he's running the baseball team that his dad bought with lawyer money, and he's picking a fight with a broadcaster. Is there some kind of psychoanalysis thing to be made there? I feel like probably yes, but um, you know we're we're stuck with John Angelos, and uh, I I hope he has the shame to stop doing this. But I um, I don't know what's going to happen with that, and if he chases Kevin Brown out of town, shame on him. That's going to be sad for Orioles fans because Brown is just uh, has been a fine broadcaster since they brought him on board. Well,
5: great breakdown. Thank you for uh, for breaking that down for us, Mark. And yeah, I mean he, Angelo's. Uh... And the O's brass looks terrible in this. Kevin Brown uh, looks fantastic, and we'll see what happens moving forward uh, in all this. But just uh, it's kind of a shame, too, with the teams playing so great right now that everybody's talking about this and and not the O's great record.
14: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's a whole other prong of the thing, right? Just the Orioles are in first place, so it would be great if the only thing there was to talk about was the first-place Orioles. But, you know, uh, of course it's news when... You get some kind of thin-skinned, petty yeah. person, you know, in control of the team, uh, just issuing arbitrary dictates that don't even make sense. Like, just at the root of it, like if he had said something negative, literally negative, I would, I would still be mad. He was suspended because, you know, broadcasters should tell the truth about the team, right? That's that's kind of part of the thing. You've got to describe what's happening, or. You're not doing a good service to the fans. But what he said wasn't even negative. So it, it doesn't even make sense on its own terms. So, you know, it's it only, in, only in John Angelos' mind was it negative. And, you know, unfortunately, that's, uh, that's what matters the most when uh, he's the one who is the elder son of, uh, of the guy who is, you know, the, the billionaire franchise owner. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how it is
5: mark brown came to chat.com joining us and uh mark well, let's uh recap the deadline real quick hadn't talked to you since that came and gone last week uh o's added jack flaherty was that about it mark uh, kind of a maybe a quieter deadline uh, than you anticipated uh, or did you like that the o's kind of stayed pat with what they have in their farm system and, and try to win what they have uh, this year with with the team
14: they have now yeah, as far as actually at the deadline, uh, getting Jack Flaherty was the only one. They also uh, a couple weeks before they acquired a reliever from the Athletics named Shintaro Fujinami, and that one um, he was he was signed out of Japan for this year. And the Athletics had him as a starting pitcher in April. He was really bad. Apparently, horribly miscast in that role. Uh, he'd been doing better since converting to relief, and. Since coming over to Baltimore he's uh he's shown the same kind of command problems he had in Oakland, although he's had he's had several good outings and a couple spectacularly bad ones. And then they got Flaherty, who is uh he was basically a slightly below average in ERA pitcher with the Cardinals this year. Had a couple of really quality years there um four or five years ago and I, my ho- I, I feel like it's reasonable, given all the dysfunction that I've seen has go- been going on with Cardinals pitchers this year, to think, okay, maybe they can get a guy from there and he's going to improve over the, uh, the 4.43 ERA he had with the Cardinals. Uh, he did have a very good first start with the Orioles, and we'll be starting again tonight, so hopefully he can have a good second one too. Um, I mean, as far as what I hoped, I feel like the Orioles are going to regret if, that they didn't get another reliever, because unfortunately, although they had the all-star reliever duo of Felix Bautista and Yenier Cano, um, Cano has really not done very well since the start of June. And it seems like maybe the league is kind of figuring out, um, I don't want to say he was a total like one-trick pony, but whatever his tricks are, the league had kind of figured them out. Uh, in June and July combined, batters were hitting over 300 against him. In July, especially, they were hitting the ball hard and getting a lot of um, power out of hitting it. And so, you know, if you don't have your two your two pillars in the eighth and ninth inning, it's tough. It's tough to get through games like that. I mean, as we saw last night, it's tough enough even when you have bring a closer in with a, a an ERA under one and a whip under one. Sometimes even that guy still blows the game. And I, I I think it's going to hurt him. I think it might hurt him that they didn't get a better starting pitcher than Justin Verlander. Excuse me, then then Jack Flaherty. Um, I was secretly hoping they would find a way to get Justin Verlander, but I, I don't know if Verlander would have approved the trade here. I don't know if John Angelos would have approved uh, getting the salary addition or whatever. Um, so, I, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I, I, I've been nervous about the rotation all year and still am despite the Orioles' uh, 70 and 43 records. So, you know, as far as the deadline, I, I would have liked them to do a little more. But, you know, they've made it as far as they have with the guys they've had. And, I, you know, on a good day, you can convince me that continuing to roll with the players that got them this far is not a bad idea.
5: Mark Brown, CamdenChad.com. Saw a lot of discussion, especially about the O's, just because they're uh, they're way ahead above schedule. I think that's fair to say, Mark. I don't even know if you ever thought you would be on this schedule as far as the way they're winning games, the way they're winning their division, in, uh, the toughest division in baseball. So do you go all in this year, or do you say, hey, we've still got a tremendously bright future? It sounds like they took option B on that. So... Um, now I've watched some shows and seen some people say this is more bad Orioles management, uh, not willing to to spend money and make a move. But I don't know. In this case, do you like uh, kind of like do you like standing pat uh, the way they did this year?
14: You know, I I've gone back and forth. I think that I I would agree that this year, although it's gone great, I don't think this year is the peak of. Hmm. Uh, the talent that is coming. So um, I don't I don't hate that they didn't uh, push all the chips in just yeah. for this year. Now, it could, you know, everything's a gamble, right? It, not doing something is a gamble also. Yeah. Uh, it's entirely possible that although there's all this expected talent on the way from the farm system that, you know, that's not, even when that comes up to the majors, it's not going to produce a team that, does better than this or, you know, gets good as good results at this. You know, that's certainly a risk that they've taken. But, I mean, uh, it does feel like they've maybe arrived earlier than expected. And for me, like, since the Orioles hired um, Mike Elias and it seemed like the Orioles were following the Astros when Mike Elias was an assistant GM, their plan of, you know, being really bad and then ascending from that, the Orioles this year are basically in where Houston was in 2015 and that year the Houston Astros were 86 and 76 and they won a wild card spot. And that was their first year where they kind of emerged from the absolute depths of the American league. So that's where the Orioles are this year. And, you know the astros weren't going to be pushing all in for 2015 because they had better stuff coming later and they ended up winning the world series in 2017 in part because we now know they had that whole garbage can <laughs> business going on so you know that's that's a whole other thing but the 2017 astros won 101 games and um it would be nice if the orioles had a 100 win game uh, you know 100 win season in their future uh, I, I don't think this year's roster is the 100-win talent roster, although they, until last night, were on a 100-win uh, pace, I believe. So, you know, if they could keep playing like that, that would be amazing. Um, but, it, I, I mean, you w- I wouldn't have wanted them to trade so many prospects for just a rental. And ultimately, they didn't trade any of their big-name guys. You know, they, they, the three guys they traded for Flaherty, uh, Cesar Prieto, Drew Rahm, Zach Showalter were either Showalter far away from the big leagues, and Prieto and Rahm, although they were at Norfolk, they were not like the top of the system farm uh, players. So they've still got Connor Norby, your uh, your ECU guy. They've still got Joey Ortiz, Jackson Holiday, last year's number one pick. at Bowie is on the way up. So many position players. You know, outfielder hester Kerstad is doing very well. Kobe Mayo is slugging very well. What they don't have is a lot of pitchers, and I guess what I hope is they'll be spending money on pitchers this offseason. But, you know, uh, this year, roll with who they got. It's not the worst plan, I guess.
5: Mark, uh, we'll wrap it up with this. I feel I got some Orioles buddies, and I'm very happy for them. They've been able to to witness this uh, fun season so far, and uh, who knows what lies ahead. But another guy, I'm, I'm happy for Brandon Hyde. We've had conversations in the past where – Hey, I mean, I don't want to say set up to fail, but what is the manager of a team with just no roster going to do day in day out? And uh, we've kind of talked about that. So, got to feel good for him right now. How has he uh, kind of handled the uh, success this year? And, and what do folks think about Brandon Hyde now? I mean, they, some people are probably ready to build a statue outside of Camden Yards, right?
14: Yeah, you know, Cliff, in past years, there were some dedicated Brandon Hyde haters. I never understood them. You know, they didn't give him a roster with any kind of talent whatsoever, right? There was no, effectively no effort to have a quality man until maybe halfway through last season. Um, I think that he deserves a lot of credit for keeping the clubhouse from just being this, like, grim, dour march towards the 100 lost seasons in 2019 and 2021. You know, the fact that many, many of the players who are on this year's Orioles were also on those bad, the bad, like, 2021 Orioles. I mean, there there are a number of holdovers there. Like, the entire outfield, Austin Hayes, Cedric Mullins, Anthony Santander, uh, a few of the pitchers are still kicking around. I think it speaks very well to me of the manager that he was able to keep those guys, you know, having a good attitude, and now they're still here, and things are going well. Everybody seems to be having a great time, and it it really feels like he's gotten the most out of a roster that, you know, it's not a team I don't think that, uh, quote-unquote, should have a 600-whatever-their-current-winning percentage is, Um, uh, the 619-winning percentage right now. I, I just don't think that's the... the the talent, but that's the record they've gotten. And I think that, you know, the moves Hyde has made using his bullpen judiciously, putting in players in the right spots. um, I I think he definitely should get some credit for that. And I hope he is able to enjoy finally having a season where things are going well, because we certainly saw him make plenty of just grim and disgusted faces himself having to watch the uh, Orioles over those bad years that John Angelos does not want his broadcasters to talk about in any way whatsoever.
5: Mark Brown came to chat.com, joining us, Astros and Orioles, tonight right here on Pirate Radio. Mark, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you uh, later on this month or in September, and uh, we'll be talking a lot of football then, but talking some postseason O's baseball. going to be a lot of fun.
14: I, I sure hope we could talk some postseason O's baseball. Uh, nothing would make me happier. So. Thanks, Mark.
5: We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye mark brown came to chat.com joining us o's and stro's tonight on pirate radio we'll take a break come back wrap up hour number two when we return on pirate radio live coming up hour three we will talk to nick brown former ecu golfer qualified for the u.s amateur we'll talk all about that and give db and chandler some golf tips uh, coming up in hour number three more to go pirate radio live back with you after this
6: Psychic spies from China try to steal your mind's list.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. They're open every day and have two locations, one in Bethel on Highway 11 and the other in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
5: All right, as we wrap up hour number two, our first conference realignment talk of the day uh iowa state athletics director jamie pollard uh said on further big 12 expansion quote it's done for the foreseeable future because there's no tv money left all of us are leveraged enough without diluting ourselves further so uh that could change at any time but according to the iowa state athletics director uh big 12 will not be expanding in the foreseeable future um Where are we right now? Uh, Nothing has happened the last couple of days following the implosion of the Pac-12. Still waiting to see what... uh, SMU is kind of sitting out there right now. And yesterday, there were reports that the ACC is talking about Cal, Stanford, and SMU is in those conversations as well, which is, uh, I don't know, it could be the wackiest of all this. I guess still the, the weirdest is... USC and UCLA to the Big Ten, and then followed by Oregon and Washington. I guess nothing shocking anymore, but uh, we will keep an eye if there is news to report. Just kind of nothing on the ECU front when it comes to uh, conference realignment. It's Did all get about a text. Oh, what, okay. You, who you got a text Stanford, from? Stanford.
10: A source. I'm okay. pulling, pulling a Jamie. Stanford and Cal want more time to see if the ACC unfolds or starts to crumble. Two other programs may be ready now. 18-team American Super Conference that takes step up to the Power 5. Should be an exciting next 96 hours. So on the graphic, it's got Oregon State, Washington State, Boise State, San Diego State, adding on to the other new American Conference teams. So like the Charlottes, the Rices, the UTSAs. The I don't North think Coast that's going to gonna happen, but that would be really cool.
5: It's just a source. That is. would be, uh, a, a, the main thing I want to happen at this point, is, if if he's not going to go to a better league, is for them to stay in this American and it yeah. not implode because then we'd have to, you know, find a life raft somewhere. Yeah. So that's like what I hope happens the most that that the American can stick together, not lose SMU, not lose anybody. If you could add those teams, I'm not super excited to be in a conference with Oregon State, Washington State, but like a Boise State, San Diego State, at least you would have some programs
10: specific that, sports where they bring a lot of interest yeah uh, yeah programs
5: that are well established in football in uh, other sports um, as well so i would be a hundred percent on board with that and yeah it's going to look really stupid uh, in some of these sports playing those teams like i mean would y'all go out to corvallis know. it'd be cool though for a weekend or like us
10: in stanford that'd be awesome fifth quarters are going to be fun yeah, no kidding.
5: Oh God. West so we're Coast kicking top. off at like 10 30. Game ends around two.
10: Imagine a Thursday ESPN, like Boise State versus East Carolina in <clears throat> Idaho. You're here till four in the morning during yeah. the fifth quarter. Boise I mean, we,
0: plays a lot of those late Friday games too. Oh painful. <sighs> at least we'd have the Saturday off and watch college football. Sure. But I mean we're we're talking like being here until like four in the morning. But at that point, like we've had some late late fifth quarter call calling shows um last year i want to say it was the houston or two years ago the houston game uh that five hour delay and we got out of here at like 2 30 painful that would be nothing we'd be starting our show at like 2 30 if we were like playing boise state or you know whoever on that west coast side god forbid so, it'd
10: be a blowout, ugly
0: loss too that'd be a, some great at ca- that point, great calls that late in the morning And that at that point in the middle of the night like how many calls would you get That's the thing. You'd be
10: surprised.
0: Jamie said a Stanford baseball
5: series would be great for the RPI. Oregon State's good at baseball, right? Very good. Um, I mean, yeah, they're.
0: They usually host on them. Yeah. Because Coach O. Coach O goes there a lot.
5: Coach O has to go out there. They don't play anybody. Because he's the instability rep. But he's yeah. a of,
10: Look at Danny bringing bulletin board material. What do he say? Oregon State don't play nobody. That conference is. Pit- We're gonna see. I got an an argument with one of my buddies. There. We're gonna see how we stack up against those West Coast teams because we have Coach Dietrich's uh, Cal State Fullerton coming in this year for the Leclerc Classic. You just, you guys just wait. Those, okay, those tough the, guy. Those California teams <laughs> think they're all that. The West Coast thinks, oh, we play West Coast baseball. We go to Omaha. Ohio. okay. Come, right. come play some ball on the East Coast. See how it goes. Let's go. All
0: right, tough guy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> slim Pickens, bud slim Pickens.
10: i can't wait till you're sitting in that chair and me and bryce just get to absolutely let you have it after michigan <laughs> gets the beat down from the pirates all
5: right when we return we will talk to nick brown he's going to give some golf tips to db and chandler and uh, we'll talk about his career at ecu and uh, he's got some exciting stuff coming up so we'll talk about that as well also some pirate football talk and your comments and a giveaway big hour three on tab on Py Radio Live here on a Wednesday, back with you after this.
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. And as we head back into the show clip, I have a scoreboard upde- update the brought D. to you by the, the Buck. The
5: Buck. The Buck. Uh,
7: of course, the Athletes Unlimited Professional Softball League is playing a doubleheader over at Max R. Joiner Stadium, which is home to the ECU softball team. And uh, the first game is underway. Team Romero has a 1-0 lead over Team Davidson in the bottom of the second. The second game will be coming up later on tonight at 7 o'clock.
5: Good news were to report on the softball front as the Pitt County Girls All Stars were winners today, sixteen to one. Only played three innings, won sixteen to one uh over was at the ohio team earlier today they move on and will play again friday four o'clock on the deuce espn2 so congratulations to uh, winterville for the win today and there's a chance it could be a north carolina versus north carolina showdown depending on who wins or loses uh the gate will be either be the other north carolina team or texas who defeated winterville earlier in this tournament
7: and uh texas uh, was texas the one that won it last year i want to say that they did either that or they made a deep run in the in the world series so uh, neither team uh you know is a pushover for this winterville team so uh it'll be a pretty good ball game coming up tomorrow afternoon or excuse me friday afternoon
5: friday afternoon on espn2 right now we'll talk a little golf as we'll class it up here inside the pirate radio studios nick brown joining us today and uh nick great to have you on the show i'm kind of embarrassed that you uh you're a veteran at sports trivia you've played some some before and one time after trivia you're like hey uh you need to talk some some golf on your show and i was like yeah okay cool and of course i never did anything about it and uh now you're here because uh you made quite a name for yourself and good we could finally do this though so welcome to the show Yeah,
15: thank you long time listener so I'm glad <laughs> to be
6: here
5: uh you got a lot coming up but uh you were in the news today you got an email from malcolm gray as you and a couple other pirates were named to the golf coaches association of america all Ac- all america scholars uh list yeah so you get it done in the classroom yeah
15: my mom texted me about that she was uh she was definitely thrilled to see me up there
5: (laughs) getting it done on the course and in the classroom great stuff so nick uh let's talk about i guess the big news the uh the u.s amateur coming up and you will be a part of that that is a huge deal so give us the details on that uh first of all how did you qualify for that tournament
15: yeah so it's a usga event and um It's pretty hard to get in. There were 8,200 applicants to cut a field down to 315. So, you know, roughly 100 qualifying sites across the country. I played in one up in uh, Mount Laurel, New Jersey. And uh, it was 84 guys for the low two spots, and I played great golf, shot nine under, and was able to get through. Man,
5: that's fantastic. So when is that event
15: coming up? So that's coming up uh, this Monday. It's going to be August 14th and could last as long as the 19th.
5: And where will you be heading to?
15: It's uh, Cherry Hills Country Club in Denver, Colorado.
5: Ever played there?
15: No. Never, never <laughs> been to Colorado, been. but I've heard a lot of great things, so I'm excited.
5: Is that uh, going to be televised? How can we follow that? Um, Do you know?
15: So there's going to be a cut after the first two rounds, and then it goes from stroke play to match play. And then match play will be televised.
5: Wow. Okay. That's cool. So uh, you will have to get through. So how many rounds do you play before the cut?
15: Yeah. So because it's such a big field, it's going to be two days on separate golf courses. And then they cut from 315 to the low 64.
5: So you'll play 36 yeah, at gar- least?
15: Guaranteed 36. 18 one day and then 18 on Tuesday.
5: Awesome. So let's uh, let's hear about your background. When's the, the
15: first time you picked up a golf club in your life? How old were you? Ooh. I think I was like 10 years old out of Bradford Creek. My dad brought me out there and that's where I met Mike Cato, who's now the ECU assistant golf coach. And I mean, he got me into it and I fell in love quick and, you know, been playing ever since.
5: So so around 10, you first picked it up. When did you know it's something you wanted to take serious? Was it pretty early Uh, on?
15: I don't know. I, uh, it was cool i actually met some ecu golfers when i was young and they're the ones who really kind of got me into it and i was i thought they were the coolest guys in the world so i was like i want to be like these guys so uh i don't know just kept after it and i ended up being one myself so pretty cool
5: that's awesome uh who are your your favorite golfers to watch to maybe get a few tips from who are your favorite guys playing uh, professionally
15: can't go wrong saying harold i love that guy <laughs> he comes around every now and then we see him and man he's like the nicest guy in the world so i love when harold's around but um, i'm a big jordan Speeth fan too so
5: awesome nick brown joining us inside the pirate radio studios so nick you are you have wrapped up your time at east carolina
15: yes i'm done i graduated uh in may got my grad degree was here for two years so
5: wow awesome so uh you plan to continue to play golf or are you going to join the real world
15: join the real world was the plan it was uh yeah turning pro was something i always thought about but there's a lot that goes into it you got to play good golf and you know you know financially it's really tough too so was something i thought about but decided i want to go uh you know get a job first and was actually supposed to start working this week but luckily my boss he's a great guy he was like look focus on the usm so
5: now, could the outcome of this U.S. Amateur change your career path? You or? know,
15: people have asked me about that. It just depends. I mean, I'd have to go pretty far in it, but um, I don't know. There's it, a lot of ramifications for playing well in the U.S. Am, so we'll just see. Well, pretty
5: awesome that you got your stuff taken care of uh, in the classroom and, and you're ready for a job because it's, it seems like you're going into this pretty loose. Like, yeah. Like, it's whatever happens, happens. Yeah, kind of I
15: mean— you know my college career is over i had no real expectations of playing afterwards so kind of playing with house money you never really expect to get in but i played great got in and now you know i'm going to be one of the older guys out there a lot of them are still in college who are playing so i feel like i'm experienced although i haven't played in one of these before and i'm just excited to be there
5: how do you uh get better day to day like it's so much mental but how about the physical side of it as far as working out i mean i i remember growing up i didn't look at golfers as very athletic right. but that seemed to change i don't know if it was the tiger effect but uh they're a lot more athletic looking golfers uh, professionally yeah. now so how about that side of yeah. it what did you do to improve
15: major shout out to the ecu training staff they got us right and uh coach kevin williams man he came in my first year was his first year back and he had told our strength trainers to bust us in the weight room and, and they sure did so uh yeah Golf's a lot different than it used to be. It's definitely a lot more physical sport and, uh, you know we worked hard in the weight room and no doubt contributed to the success that we've had what are the
5: one more and I'm gonna throw it to DB and Chandler because y'all are the golfers what are the things you focus on in the weight room like a golfer (laughs) yeah it's a lot
15: it's a lot less power lifting and more of like uh, rotational based stuff so we'll work with a lot of bands and and stuff like that gotcha I I was
0: just gonna ask about the stamina because that as me as a golfer I'm I'm in a golf cart I'm just riding around enjoying the
15: golf but you guys me too man me too (laughs) but
0: like I mean i guess you'll walk
15: will you walk for this yeah i'm actually uh, bringing a caddy so cool. he'll be carrying the bag and
0: but like watching golf on tv i'm like dude they do 4 days of you know just straight walking 18 holes yeah and like so i mean you got to keep your stamina up yeah
15: no doubt that's something you kind of you kind of build over time i've been doing it for so long it you know maybe in the beginning it was harder but because of college golf you know they get you ready for it so, do you carry
5: your own bags in these college tournaments?
15: Uh, yeah, most people do carry their bags. I am. Um admittedly i use a push cart so uh take a little bit soft. of ass off the back yeah could be soft golfers but. these days <laughs>
5: so who's uh, your caddy for this event coming so up? he's
15: a he's a good buddy of mine he plays golf over at barton college his name is chris jackson i've known him forever he's gonna be great i'm pumped to have him on the bag
5: that's cool uh really cool uh so we want to improve so danny's got some golf coming up what tomorrow you said db uh Chan man when you getting back out there uh, no plans at the moment?
0: Not not right now. Um, might get out there Saturday. I'll, I'll see. But uh, I need to get out there before um, ECU football starts. I did have a member guest uh, about a month ago. That's the last time I played golf. So, go.
5: What part of your game is lacking right now that you need some advice on?
0: Uh, I would probably say the short game because my putting was not good. That's something that I've always actually kind of hung my hat on. Um, but putting and, I guess, chipping um, – it's definitely a struggle. It was about a month ago, but we were able to uh, pull out a second place finish. But I guess like, and putting. I guess I know. I think it's Tiger Woods that says this. But like, if you ever want to get into golf, the first thing you need to do is to learn how
11: to putt. Yeah, absolutely. So well,
0: I mean, what do you do? What's the best way to kind of, you know, I guess, you know, get your putting game, your short game down pat? Yeah.
15: Like, as cliché as it sounds, it's just reps. Yeah. You got to go out there and just get reps doing it. I mean. Once you get the, uh, you know, the basics down and kind of understand the fundamentals, it's all about being able to, you know, repeat it. So
5: how many wacky greens are you facing, like in college and expect to face coming up next week and how much is kind of straight on? Like, I I watch these majors. I don't watch a ton of golf. And. The, the, gosh, it always seems impossible to read. Yeah. So how much reading goes on with that?
15: It's a, I mean, it's a lot. And college golf is crazy. I mean, we played one tournament. We flew down and we played Auburn's tournament. They were the number one team in the country. And uh, we got the pin sheet, the final round, that kind of told us where all the pins were. And uh, the farthest from the edge of the green that one pin was was seven paces, and everything else was within seven paces from the green. So they tuck pins in college golf. So mm-hmm. that, gets you, that gets you ready.
5: Awesome. D.B.? Cough question? I've actually... Good job on the camera work, by the way. Trying to do the best I can. You're killing it.
10: Um, how do you hit the ball straight all the time? <laughs> off, off the tee. I'm not worried about... I've actually gotten a lot better with short chipping, putting, iron stuff. It's just... I think it might be a baseball thing. I, for the life of me, I'll hit one 250, and then I'll slice you them right in the it. woods. It's yeah. just it's a it, I think it's a shoulders thing, but you give me your tips.
15: Yeah, so I've actually I have a buddy who played college baseball and he's getting into golf now. Baseball and golf are related, except for in golf you have to turn away from the ball, and the baseball swing you don't turn away from the ball. So that really throws baseball players off in the golf swing.
6: Hmm. Interesting, because then it's go. all
15: arms for ba- baseball. Yeah, players it's right. all it's all turning into the ball, and in okay. golf you have to turn away from it. How
5: often do you tinker with your swing, with your putting? Like the, yeah, you try to stay form. But if you're struggling, you know, can you right. change, or do you try to avoid changing?
15: Um, I didn't get a lot of lessons or anything growing up, so most of you know the golf swing I have now, I kind of self made. So I feel like I know my swing pretty well, and if anything gets off, I know nothing. A little bit of practice probably couldn't fix.
0: In, in basketball, when they get a lot of basketball players, when they go to the free throw line, they have like a proof. A pre-routine shot or whatever whatever they do before their shot how important and to you how important is it for your pre uh, your your routine i guess approach to every shot that you take I yeah mean, i mean what are you what are you doing what is your pre-shot routine it's
15: it's so important it's golf is a game of you know being able to repeat you know the good shots so you got to have a routine that you can do consistently and especially under pressure you know you can step up do your routine mine isn't anything crazy i uh you know, I kind of just set set myself over the ball and then take a few looks at it. But um, everybody's is different but you gotta have that, you know, trigger so you know, you know, when you can start your golf swing.
0: Are you more of a fast paced golfer or oh. are you like a Brian DeChambeau who likes to
6: take a No, down no, a no. Well, I'm
15: super fast, super fast. Yeah. So people like playing with you then? Yeah. I guess.
5: I would. What does uh like a Kevin Williams, what is his role as far as talking to you guys i mean is it about fundamentals is it about motivation like how does a a golf coach differ from a, a cliff godwin a, a mike houston a mike schwartz
15: yeah i can't say enough good things about coach kevin he is the man couldn't have asked for a better coach but um he he trusts us in our game he, you know when he recruited us he, kn- he knows the kind of player we are so he trusts us to stay within our own game and kind of just gives us the tools to get there he, he's not too technical but you know he can always do that if we need it how much
5: video is out there now on yourself? Like, are, are all your swings in a
15: tournament videoed in college, and can you go back and watch it? So, Like, how much that is that? Not about, as much. Yeah. College golf's getting bigger and bigger, and you'll probably see, you know, on the Golf Channel every now and then, they'll have an SEC tournament right. taped, and it's, it's growing, but um, not too often at our level. But, you know... With as big as some of the media outlets are getting now, you'll see a lot of college golf being filmed.
5: I like to ask uh, the baseball guys about analytics and are they looking at spin rate and all that cool stuff? How about you as far as technology? Yeah. Do you do you embrace it? Do you stay away from it? Like no,
15: gotta embrace it. Yeah. Gotta gotta do it. What are you
5: looking at specifically? So, so
15: we have just like baseball, we have a TrackMan, which kind of gives us our numbers that impact and follows the golf ball and it tells us you know spin rates, you know what way you're swinging and all that. And that's really important and it's uh, it's a great tool for us to have, and we look at that a lot just to make sure we're you know in tune. What's your uh, favorite club in the bag? Ooh, gotta gotta say driver. Okay, gotta, gotta love pulling out driver and ripping that That's right. <laughs> what do you? uh I don't
10: know. What's your average drive? Oh man, you're putting me on the spot here. <laughs> uh I'll say three hundred. Average? I mean, I guess it's college. It's a little different, but geez, yeah. hammering it. I do have one question. How does golf? Especially in college, like, how does recruiting, like, that stuff work? Like, is it, like, tournaments where you're just individually going out in high school and playing and you get recruits or right. coaches to come see you? Or
15: Yeah. College golf is tough to get recruited because there's just not that many roster spots in general, especially in Division One. I know baseball has, you know, upwards of 30 players on the roster. You know, golf has – we have nine at ECU. So, it's tough to get on a roster, and it's less high school golf tournament tournaments, and it's more summer stuff. So. Right. Um, you know, our state golf association in North Carolina hosts a bunch of big junior golf tournaments and that's kind of how, you know, you get recruited by
10: coaches. It's just interesting to hear how each sport's work cuz I know with basketball it's like AAU and high school football is solely high school and baseball is kind of right. a little bit of both mostly. You just, you won't see a college golf coach at a high school tournament. Yeah, that's just, it's weird. It's always intriguing and interesting to hear how it works
5: jansen as, and chandler you mentioned earlier uh yeah. we should do a video what's in the bag like what's in the bag
15: i see those videos and segments all the time nick asking what clubs do you have in the bag so i've most of my life i've been a titleist guy so i've got the titleist driver you know the scotty cameron putter those are those are my two titleists and then i've kind of shifted to i've got some mizuno irons and a couple of TaylorMade made woods so mixed
6: bag a little mix all right yeah.
5: you ever gone you ever used a uh, tall putter no, I haven't. Those but, look uh, so cool. To <laughs> <through your laughs> chest. They do look oh, cool, but know, <laughs>
15: they kind of have the reputation of you know bad putters have to go to those. So I'm Trying <laughs> to stay away from that for as long as I can. There
5: you go, good stuff. Um, so yeah, you're going into the business world, man. You're going to be dominating these uh, these fools out here the rest of your life. That's yeah. pretty cool. That
15: that's something I've thought about. That's gonna be
5: exciting.
10: <laughs> you're gonna go on a golf outing with uh, Nick. Hell no, he, he kills us all. Takes our money. Imagine you going to like a. Like a golf getaway weekend and just absolutely <laughs> dominating all your buddies. Like you're winning by 10 shirts. Like, this isn't even fun anymore. It's like, it's yeah, don't butt. tell
0: anybody. That, right. Yeah, you're. I, uh, I was talking about routines earlier, and uh, I do want to ask about what does it look like on the driving range when Nick Brown's out there? Like, what is your. I mean, how do you kind of yeah. go about your driving range yeah. session?
15: Yeah, start with wedges. I'm a big wedge guy on the driving range. I hit a ton of wedges. I think uh, that's a really important part of the game. So I'll start off with probably. You know, half the shots I'll hit when I'm warming up are wedges. And then after that, work your way up the bag, 8-iron, 5-iron, and then a couple drivers straight to the tee after that. there
5: you go. We were talking before we came on. Uh Nick says the conference is about to get tougher for East Carolina in golf. Yeah. Uh, you said some of these newcomers. And I was like, who? So tell us uh, who the incoming teams are that are good.
15: Absolutely. So the team's leaving first. So Cincinnati had a really good year this past year. Houston won the conference. But – teams coming in like charlotte north texas fau they've got really good programs they're in good locations they've got great facilities so i think the conference actually is going to be a little tougher
5: kind of makes sense florida texas uh produces a lot of golfers and uh yeah i would imagine boca's got some nice courses i would assume we
15: played with them in a tournament they've got a they got a lot of south americans on their team who are just unreal good
5: what's the uh favorite course uh or courses you've played on in your life so far
15: it has to be the course we played for our conference tournament. We di- we went down. It was hosted by USF down at a uh, Pelican Golf Club, and we went out there. and There wasn't a blade of grass out of line. It was unbelievable. Awesome venue for the conference tournament.
0: How uh, about any majors? Have you have you been able to go into any majors? I
15: have. I, I went to the Masters one year, probably 2019 when Tiger won. I went. Of course to the, you did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I went yeah. to Monday practice round there, and it was it was as good as advertised. It's awesome.
10: I just, I don't know. It's just weird to me because when people ask me, it's like, oh, what's the craziest and nicest, like, baseball field you've ever played at? And it's like, oh, like, I don't know. But then when you say, like, Pelican Golf Club, it's like... I would just like to even have the opportunity to go play there for fun. You get to do it for like a living at this point. It's yeah.
5: incredible. And <laughs> hey, how about this course you're playing? Is this a famous course? Right. It's and, hosted. It's hosted nine majors between men and women over. Wow. That year, so. That's cool. <laughs>
10: He's just going to hang out, and play around a golf, and yeah. I'm like, okay, must be
6: nice.
5: <laughs> so, uh, could be your most challenging course. Yeah,
15: it, think? it's going to be. We, Danny and I were talking about it earlier. It's going to be a bit of an adjustment. Denver's at you know 5,200 feet in altitude. Yeah. That's the ball flies a little different up there, so it's going to be an adjustment up there, different grass than North Carolina too, but, you know, nothing we can't figure out.
5: Where do you stand on the PGA, Live, all that stuff going on? How do you feel about all that?
15: Man, that's a great question. I've always been a PGA Tour fan, but um, now that Live and the PGA Tour are merging, I kind of feel like the Live guys made it out the best.
6: Definitely, no doubt about that.
15: Especially Harold. I think the way that Harold went about it, as honest as he was, like... Wasn't sugarcoating anything. I think Harold's going to end up, you know, on the best side of all this.
5: No doubt. Um, and you mentioned Harold. What what is he? kind of meant for this program Uh, i'm sure he's been around some right so uh what does he talk about to you guys and 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 what's the relationship like with harold and ecu golf
15: he's been huge for our program i think if anything it's just showing recruits that you know you can play at east carolina and make it professionally so um he comes around every now and then and it's awesome watching him and every time you see his name pop up you know the ecu logo is beside it and he wears purple on sundays which is pretty cool yeah uh, you go into our building and you'll see all of our records and Harold's at the top of all of them. So it gives us something to strive for too.
5: You got like the uh, I don't know how how much you rep an ECU on your bag or your covers or anything. You got purple. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, t- I'll
15: take my uh, I'll take my bag from this past year up there to me with me to Denver, and I've got all head covers ECU stuff. So. I'm a pirate. I'm, I'm going to keep that for a while.
5: I didn't think about this, but Danny, uh, y'all get a lot of cool swag. I'm sure, but like that shirt is awesome. Like, yeah, y'all, y'all, you got a lot of cool like yeah, purple we, golf shirts. We get a we get a lot. <laughs> we get, we get a lot
15: of cool golf shirts.
5: <laughs> that is uh, that's awesome right there. All right, anything else for Nick?
10: No, he hit the nail on the head. It was awesome talking to you
5: i know i enjoyed it yeah. you're a good interview thank like you. if you wanted to go pro you'd be good at this <laughs> thank you Thanks for having me you're a good talker uh and good luck man that's awesome I, I like your your attitude for it though you're gonna try your best and if it doesn't work out it does. and even if you win like if you win the thing you could still be working in a couple weeks from now yeah that's right and probably hanging up the clubs <laughs> that's right kind of crazy mm-hmm. uh good stuff nick thanks for joining us how many uh football games are you gonna win this year
15: uh we're going to go 9-3. and three. We're going to start off 4-0 uh, oh to start the season, though. We're okay. going gonna to go have a smackdown. See? In <laughs> it's Michigan. an athlete thing. It's awesome. Come on. You going to Ann Arbor? No. All my roommates are going. I'll be watching it on TV, pulling for him hard. Thank you I know for saying you, that. I know
5: one of your roommates is going, Davis, because every televised athletic event, It'll he gets on, on You'll TV. You'll see
15: him. Yeah. Probably shirtless.
5: <laughs> Probably, uh, Nick. Uh, enjoyed it. Good luck, man. Yep. Thanks, Lip. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, sure. Let's go ahead and open up the booty bag here on a Wednesday. Give something away. to one, lucky give listener. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. I still
0: can't believe it we away, haven't changed give it the away, song. Give it away now. Chandler, when are you going to do your George Strait?
5: Give
0: it away. Give it away now. Wild power, Randy kind of pizza, awesome. Need to do it soon. Yeah.
5: Maybe tomorrow. Okay. Get in here and knock it out. Get in the lab. Get in the lab. All right, Shirley. What are we giving away today?
7: How about a ten dollars gift card to AJ McMurphy's
5: and a signed putter by Nick Brown? Nah. Okay, that'd be cool though. <laughs> uh, what call are you looking for?
7: Uh, let's go with collar five.
15: Collar five. You got any cool golf memorabilia from anybody, Nick? Uh, I've got a, a signed scorecard from Augusta by Harold. Dude. Oh. Jeez. Pretty cool. That is pretty cool man.
5: Uh, Shirley, we will take a break, come back, have our winner, and talk a little pirate football when we return after this.
1: You are listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
7: Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dressed casual or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington, Pirates Supporting Pirates. and. Uh Congratulations to the kink. Lonnie Kinker. Kink. From Chesterfield, Virginia. Kinking it up. Yep. Won the $10 gift card courtesy of AJ McMurphy's. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ's. They have daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. Perfect for outdoor uh, dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with Clip Brock tonight. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today and AJ's Day. Now let's head back in to Nick Van Exel. I'm sorry, Clip Rock.
5: Nick the Quick. Y'all don't know about him. Shirley does. Yeah, know do. about that. A lefty.
0: How
7: about our guy? Nick Van Exel and Sam Cassell rock the bells.
5: Congratulations. Sam Cassell was good, but he was he was an unattractive man. Like an alien. That's unfortunate. Um,
7: yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say what i was thinking
6: okay my
5: we guy. got a pirate on a watch list give me a uh, my guy and it is my guy rajay my God. hey my guy rajay harris is on the doke walker watch list it's watch list season by the way yeah i don't know how many we're gonna have all right we'll see what pirates do you expect to be on a watch list parker moore maybe okay Shane Calhoun. What's that, man? Outland? What's the uh, offensive lineman? Uh, the Outland Trophy? I feel like that's a... Um, no lineman. I'm looking up... I'm about to make a statement. I don't want to make anybody mad. Uh, it might make Danny mad. Oh, boy. I guarantee Rajay Harris won't win the Doug Walker Award. And I say that because I'm looking at past winners and where they went to school. Texas, Michigan State, Alabama, Wisconsin. Stanford was Bryce Love from North Carolina. Texas, Alabama, Wisconsin. Boston College, Wisconsin, Alabama, Oregon, Stanford, Iowa. You get my drift. When is the last BYU had a winner in 2001? Trivia. Rice had a winner in 1991. Other than that, it's been all of your bigger schools. So... Yeah, probably not. When um, they didn't give the Bolidnikoff to Hardy and then Zay Jones, I knew that it just was never going to happen. Yeah, wasn't meant to be. They're just not going to do it. No. We're uh, not here
10: for individual awards. We're here for the team. That
0: is we true. to compete. That's Hardy true. did win the Bur- Burlsworth Award. For best
10: walk-on? Yes. Yeah. For, former walk-on. That's pretty cool. That's a nice award. Yeah. I didn't know that.
5: Uh, And Lincoln Riley
0: won the what award? He won the top assistant award his first year at Oklahoma. I can't remember what it's called. Broyles. Oh, yeah. Broyles. Broyles. (coughs) So there's Broylesworth and Broyles. Broyles is the top assistant. Yeah, there you go. I want to say his brother won it, too. Well, say it then. Uh, Garrett Riley won.
5: Uh, Jamie says, where did Chris Johnson rank his last year compared to other running backs? Uh, I don't know. I will look up uh, the stats, though, and I can see where he finished amongst leaders uh, as far as rushing. He had just a ton of all-purpose yards that year. Side note while we're looking
10: this up, and this is completely random, am I late to the party in knowing that Cliff Kingsbury's on USC staff now?
5: Um little bit i knew it but i forgot uh by the way he was uh featured heavily he was pretty he he did pretty good yeah. I,
10: I liked what he had to say it was yeah. pretty good
5: so he uh had a unceremonious exit from arizona
10: went on a little vacation and then got hired so yeah
5: and the uh, college football is a great coach rehab where you can just get an assistant job get paid and then you'll get hired somewhere oh, else sure. soon
7: hey clip hey shirley can I give you a, a a potential trivia question just to see if you can land it?
5: Yeah. Do I get to play? Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. This is, I am
7: I actually want to see if you can get it because I know Chandler and Danny probably won't get it.
5: Well, I'm going to bring in my boys just to help me out. Okay. My boy. My, boy. my guy. My guy. <laughs> can, can you, can you,
7: can guy you guy. tell me <laughs> what... Two time WWF World Heavyweight <laughs> Champion.
10: Okay, I'm not going to answer because I was saw you. signed
7: by the St. Louis Cardinals organization as a catcher out of high school.
5: Okay, so I know uh, Macho Man was a catcher. Is that it? You are correct, Randy Savage. Yeah. Oh
7: yeah. Better known as Randy Poffo, who that is his is actual real name. But, yes, he was signed by the Cardinals as a catcher out of high school. He played in the minor leagues with the Cardinals and Reds farm systems. The last time he played was for the Class A Tampa Tarpons, which, Whoa. ironically, is where Josh Moylan is now playing. The greatest announcer of
10: all time.
5: Mm-hmm. Shirley, thank you. I love tidbits. Don't look at my computer, Chandler.
10: There's a bunch. Danny Ainge holds a record for a AAA team in, I believe, the Reds system. From playing for them in the 70s before he started playing with the Celtics.
7: Yeah, Macho Man played, the last time he played baseball was in 1974 when he injured his shoulder. Incredible. And then wound up spending, I think, close to 32 years in the wrestling business. Uh, Brady got so. drafted by the Expos. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's yeah, all those so well, weird. Patrick Mahomes also was a Pitcher. baseball guy. Yep. Yeah.
5: What multi time WWE champion uh, was ejected? from a joint practice as a member of the Vikings in 2004. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar.
7: Oh, no neck.
5: There's a cool video of like the fight and Brock Lesnar could have killed like four men that day. Oh, (laughs) If he he wanted to.
7: That is a huge dude. All right,
5: Jamie. So Chris Johnson... Uh, there was another 2K. Do you remember the running back from UCF that had 2,000 yards, Kevin Smith? Actually, two Conference USA running backs had 2,000 yards in 2007. Kevin Smith and Matt Forte from Tulane. Uh, pretty big names for running backs here that year. Ray Rice was third rushing. Darren McFadden was awesome. Ooh. He was fourth. Jay Stu was fifth. Jonathan Morgan. Stewart. Rashard Mendenhall was who went to the steelers was sixth so uh, all big names there jamal charles i don't know eugene jarvis but i do know jamal charles i remember beanie wells from ohio state he's up there justin Forsett from cal javon ringer michigan state chris johnson 17th that year justin Forsett's
10: a fantasy legend
6: yeah
5: great fill-in yeah. guy uh cj was 17th rushing that year with 1400 yards but again he had uh all kinds of yards receiving returning he did average six yards a pop which is uh amongst those running backs we talked about near uh at or near the top so he wasn't close to winning a what would be Doug walker award but had an amazing year uh in 2007 a lot of big names that year though i agree Man, silence feels good. I know we're not supposed to have silence wanna, on the radio. Wanna,
0: I just wanted to take a breather. But
5: man, it feels it's like very calming. All right, five seconds. Ready, go.
7: Dead
5: air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take another break. We'll oh, come back.
7: There's another thing oh. that... Uh, i Sorry, it just popped into my head, and I wanted to see... Did you see that the Indianapolis Colts has listed Gardner Minshew Don't mention his name. Yep. Or <laughs> yep. Anthony Richardson as yep. starters for game day.
5: Was it... Uh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. For preseason or for week one?
7: Uh, for week one? I don't know. Danny I have to week one. At this, right. in, at this stage. At this stage. At this stage in camp. In so camp so the other day, determined.
0: Adam Schefter came out. Uh, the Buccaneers have... Baker Mayfield or Kyle, Kyle Trask. Trask. Yeah. Adam Schefter said, first time I've ever seen or on a dev chart. He's never seen an East Carolina dev chart. We love some ores. <laughs>
5: in fact, Gardner Minshew was involved in some oars when he was here.
0: Uh, Gardner Minshew or Thomas Cirk.
5: Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is this, King of the Hill?
8: No, putty punch yeah. me in the nose.
5: Uh, <laughs> we'll take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Uh, I've got more quarterback news and quarterback talk when we return after this.
1: You're listening to hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back East Plumbing, Viva Electric and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip.
5: Back back with the Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Uh, we have sold out. The uh, tickets have sold out for the 50-50 raffle to support the Jeff Charles Scholarship uh, in the ECU School of Communication. And the winner will be announced uh, next Tuesday at UBE. They will have uh, an event from 6 to 8. The winner does not have to be present to win. So if you bought a ticket, you don't have to be there to win. But uh, you can come out, have a good time uh, next Tuesday at UBE. And you can still donate if you'd like. Um, And if you'd like to make a gift outside of purchasing a ticket which you can no longer purchase a ticket uh, you can contact university advancement at uniadvance at edu. speaking of tickets still tickets available for the pirate Radio football kickoff party and they're only 10 bucks it's coming up thursday august 31st chairman of the board will be playing and all proceeds uh, for that event will go to the jeff charles scholarship fund
0: i like that kind of party i like that kind of party i like this kind of party
5: Charlie, play that. I like this kind of party. Danny, what? I like
0: this kind of party, baby.
5: What Pro Bowl linebacker that later coached said that? Name that sound. I missed that show. So he's a maybe he played and coached before your time. He did have a singleter. yeah, sports guy. Bang.
10: Oh, sports
6: guy. Bing, alert. bang,
10: bong, bing, <laughs> bong. <laughs>
5: Very good. Using
10: a what was his first name?
5: Reference. Michael. Michael. Okay. No, oh. I said
10: it was. Mike, I was it. saying Mike, and I said just out of the old, but he played for the eighty-five Bears. Ever heard of him? Bears.
5: Bears. Da Bears. Oh, I forgot. You're Dick. like a Chicago, Boston
10: guy. Dick is driving the bus.
5: So you have uh, ties to the Northeast and the Chicago. And those are? Where were you born? Chicago.
11: What's that man doing?
10: (laughs) (laughs) And why the ties to Boston? Dad is from Littleton, New Hampshire. Okay. Um, Grew up a Red Sox fan. Obviously Celtics because they were really good back then. But then Patriots sucked, and then I was born and put into this world, and then we just turned it around all of a sudden because they knew that I was a fan. So put that, and then the Red Sox done what they done. And boy,
5: Bears uh, have been pretty bad too. Bears uh if you help the bear (laughs) thank you mystical (laughs) mystical. way too much random bear stuff (laughs) we got um who are you most passionate about rooting for what protein
10: the red sox i watch every red sox my girlfriend hates it i watch every single red sox game wait I thought his girlfriend was in college. Shut, shut, up. shut
6: Guys,
5: up, Is he talking shut about the up, same God. girl? Guys, shut up! Don't bring. Then we're up. gonna go to
6: break. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's take a time out. Yeah.
5: That was a funny moment early in the show when Chandler broke bro code. Accidentally, but still, just can't do that. It's between the Red Sox and the Patriots. Uh, Joey says, "Hurry up! I'm at AJ's." Sorry, Joey, we're doing a show that you're supposed to be helping us with. <laughs> doing our job. I know he did not do that. What the hell are you talking he about?
6: Said,
0: "Hurry up! I'm at AJ's."
5: <laughs> <laughs> The show ends at 6.
0: And the trivia starts at 8 o'clock.
5: He's getting a little pregame He's getting lathered up over there. (laughs) Oh, I mentioned I had some quarterback stuff. So, Browns Commanders, uh, Friday, I believe, Deshaun Watson and Sam Howell will be the starters for that game. Now, they'll probably play one or two series, but both uh, of the team's starters will play in that one. And we are just uh, 24 hours plus another few... Hours away from Holt Naylor's making his NFL debut in a preseason game as I hope to see him. Man, if they go, like, Drew Locke starting, do they have any other quarterbacks on the roster? Like, he could play a whole
0: half or something. I saw they signed somebody, but, I mean, I don't know if that guy's even on the— They could have weighed them already because every video that I see revolving around Holt Naylor's in that quarterback room, it's just those three. It's Geno Smith, Drew Locke, Holt Naylor's. I don't see a fourth red jersey. And okay, let's and maybe they will
5: give Geno, um, let's say two series. Do they give Locke like the rest of the first half and let Holt just go the whole set? Like you could get a lot of plays either though.
10: way. I still think it's cool that the position of the quarterback obviously is the one that East Carolina is going to get the most notoriety for because of the fact that it's Holton. Like it's not like a receiver, like a defensive lineman; it's a quarterback. He's going to get the most opportunity and playing time out of all the guys that have gone on to the NFL. Yeah, and to see him play is going to be really cool.
5: No doubt. And that will be on NFL Network coming up on Thursday night. We'll take our final break. Come back. You're ready to wrap things up here on a Wednesday edition of Pie Radio Live. Back with you after this.
13: We got time for one
12: more
1: song. I better hear you singing. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
7: Welcome back. It was another rough day for the stock market. The Dow was down 191 points and closed at 35,123. NASDAQ was down 162 points at 13722 and the S&P was down 31 at 4467 That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
5: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Let's play a game called Where Was Clip's Hat Made? So this is an ECU hat, pretty rare. It's uh got a green front. I'm gonna say Dubai. ECU in purple. Taiwan. White in the back. Korea. It is a South East Asian country. Look at this flag. It's not Taiwan. Here's the flag. Anybody recognize that flag?
7: That's not Bur- no, that's not Morocco. Morocco, is it?
5: It starts with a B. Bosnia. Mali. No. Bally sports. Bali, up a B, Bangladesh. Bangladesh. Ah, uh, yeah. I would like to thank Bangladesh. Does it say Bangladesh for making this cool hat
0: made in Bangladesh? Bangladesh. Good stuff. Bangladesh. Bang. Bangladesh. Back out the island! <laughs> Free
5: point
6: up. Bangladesh.
5: (laughs) All right, good show today. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Had a good old time. It was fun. Nick Brown was good to talk to. He was good. Mark Brown talked some O's with us. Ken Watlington joined us. Looking forward to a Thursday show with ECU Hall of Famer Marcus Crandall, Jeff Nadeau, and a whole lot more ECU football talk as uh, stay tuned to our social media tomorrow morning and throughout the day. We'll have pictures, videos, and more from ECU practice, and we'll have Mike Houston's comments coming up thursday on pirate radio live we will talk to you then for shirley rhodes stash chan man i'm clip rock jeff charles take us on
4: have a great night eastern carolina
1: thanks for listening to pirate radio live an exclusive presentation of the voice of the pirate nation